What I didn't do was get a pen to keep all my notes. That's Good what job. I didn't do. Hey. I here. got one right here, Mark. Here we go. Oh, perfect. My name literally means to scribe things onto a piece of paper. <laughs> it's me, Mark Money, back with episode 27. Uh, what's up, guys? I'm just going to keep it short and sweet for this intro. It's Killer Metal Mike, Pop That Baby Maker, and Paulie from the Emotive Pixels podcast. I like that name. Who came up with that? What is Emotive Not Pixels? Me. No? It's uh, friends no, I mean, I'm fine with the name, but I didn't come up with it. I believe uh, the, the the creator and host, Will, did. Yeah, it's a cool that's a cool name. I dig it. Not me, so stop saying it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't like it? Oh, you're just fucking around? No, it's just like, you know, pen pending, man. Trademark. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, I get don't it. Hate the Podcast is a much better name. I was thinking, uh, so next week we could do Don't Hate the Let's Play. Of, oh, yeah? Of Fall Guys. Mike, you didn't respond. Are you in on that? I didn't see that. Oh, okay. I, well, I no. I my phone like all day. We're going to talk. To be fair, I didn't see it until today either. Like, I didn't get, like, a lot of guys. Real weird. Yeah, Discord, I, I don't know. When you do at everyone, or, yeah, at everyone, it's supposed to alert yeah. everybody. But I know that when I first downloaded Discord on my phone, and... Like, there would be a notification every two seconds as soon as I joined any channel, and I was like, nope, all notifications for this bullshit getting turned off immediately. So I just assumed that that's what you guys did, too. <laughs> anyway. Well, I, 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 have, I have no idea. So. I am the complete opposite of that. I have, like, all notifications from most of my servers turned completely on. Yeah. I want to know when anybody okay. says anything. I'm on Discord, like, all the time. Discord's fun if, if you want to be active with it. Like, that. I just, I don't know. I haven't gotten there yet. Everything like I'll pop in certain channels and see who's saying what, and then I'm like, "Well, I have something to say about this, but I feel like I haven't been in this conversation for the past uh, 14 months, <laughs> so I'm not just gonna like chime in now." It's episode 27 on this Saturday, August 1st. August 1st. Wow. Yeah, buddy. 2020. What happened to July? Just uh, June left yesterday, I think. Holy shit. <laughs> um, I have pat patch notes for this episode. Cast of Us 2 is up on YouTube. It's still not up on audio services. I was thinking, like, maybe that could just be deliberate, right? Uh, it's a YouTube exclusive. You can only check out the four-hour episode there on YouTube. No, I'm going to get the audio up, and when I do, we'll say it here. Um, but if you want to check that out, that's it. You could go to don'thatethepodcast.com. That brings you right to the YouTube. I figured that out today. Oh, don'thatethepodcast.com brings you to the YouTube. But we're also on um, you know, all your favorite podcast services, too. Um, oh, and Apple Podcasts. That's the newest one. We just, I learned that live last week. I would say that if you find yourself listening and you want to support this podcast, the best thing right now is to rate and subscribe no matter where you're listening. That's... That's the big deal, right? That just helps other people find it. So I think um, that's all I could ever ask, right? Just spread the word. Spread the word. Final rate and review it. Yeah, if you think that this is a one-star podcast, but you don't really give a shit, just give us five stars. That's, that's all. It. <laughs> it costs. It costs you nothing. Yeah. It costs you literally nothing. <laughs> uh, does anybody have anything else before we get started with the uh, opening topic? Of what have you been playing? 
no. Okay. Let's do this thing. What have you been playing, Polly? Oh. Ooh. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm you're gonna, gonna go start. First. Yeah, you're you're the new guy. The all initiation. Right. Well, I've been playing a lot recently, being home all the time. Uh, I work from home, and uh, well, now I do. Um, but uh, I've been playing a lot recently, so um, most notable probably is Skater XL is now out of early access. It's released on Steam, PS4, and Xbox. Oh, now I have uh, I have some questions about this one. Actually. All right. Well, I mean, number one, I guess the main question is what you were probably going to say anyway is how you like it. But every time I look at it, I'm like, I think I'm going to go get Skater XL, and then I watch a trailer, and I'm like. Uh, it looks like it's too rigid, if that makes any sense. It doesn't look like it flows the way a skateboarding game is supposed to. It looks like it's very magnetic. You know, it looks... That is interesting to say. Um, yeah. So, I, I guess the way I have to talk about it is uh, there's another skating sim game that is still in an early access session. I played Session. Yeah. Session, I played a lot more. I like Session better. But it may be because I've put way more time into Session. I got um, hooked on Session early. And the thing I really like about Session is it, like, recreates. I used to skateboard. I don't anymore. I'm old. My feet suck. I still um, try. <laughs> yeah. I'd, actually, Session did get me into trying again. I, I put, um, not like, I'm not going bombing rails or anything like that. But I did get some big old cruiser wheels and everything and kind of rebuilt my deck. So I could at least try to go down to the skate park and have some fun. Yeah. But um, it, it really recreates that feeling of, like, uh, you decide a trick you want to do. There's not really too many goals to have some challenges, but, like, you decide something you want to do, and you just try and try again until you can land it. Mm -hmm. And that's something that is common in skateboarding, where you go to a spot and you keep trying this thing until you can get it exactly how you want and everything. Um, I just like the way Session feels better, because yeah. I feel like it... it it has a little bit more weighty feel and the way the um you control both these games kind of similarly but they're a little different each both games you turn right and left with the triggers and you control your feet with the analog sticks right um but with session you have to pop down and then with your back foot and up with your left foot right analog stick and left analog if, stick if you skate regular yeah and it can be switched around and there are some ways to change the controls to make it more like skate and stuff uh the game skate yeah um but um, the video Skater game X skate, not the skateboarding game skate. Yeah, <laughs> but Skater XL, you don't have to pop up with your left foot. You just kind of pull down and let go to pop an ollie with your and front foot. Some, uh, <laughs> with your front foot. The, with your back foot. Wait, I thought you skate See, regular. See, I do skate regular, so I would pull down with the right stick and then let go to pop an ollie. Right. Yeah. Okay, I just okay. Um, so it just feels different for me um but i don't i don't know skater excel feels a little bit floatier to me it's the real problem i have i feel like session feels weightier and i like the way it feels a little bit more and i feel like the tricks pop a little bit more realistically where you can do some crazy shit in skater excel they have really cool like um power slide controls you can like jump do an ollie down this steep hill and do a power slide down it and actually rotate your body as you're power sliding and do crazy shit like that that nobody does in real life but it's fun yeah um but but i think it's good i think they did a lot because in early access it was very bare bones you had to get mods to do anything cool mm -hmm. um they put a lot of maps in and they have really good support for uh the mod community still in the full release 
So it is, it is fun, and I would definitely check it out if you're into skateboarding, but it's is, not Tony Hawk either. Yeah. Is um, there multiplayer? Or is it just... Uh, not, not without modding it on Mod. PC. Okay. Gotcha. There is uh, modded multiplayer support. And you're playing on PC, correct? Yes, I'm playing on PC. But I have been messing around. One thing they do do really cool, I think, is they have this uh, challenge list where what it does is it there's a whole list of all these different uh, challenges, whether it's a tr specific trick or a line, and pretty much it shows you the computer doing it and their controls, and then you have to try to do it. And the cool thing about it is they picked really cool spots and really cool tricks to like get you into that mind frame of looking around the environment like somebody who skates would to find like a really sick spot and try to land a trick there. Right, because um, like, that's what you have to do in this game. It's not like you have to collect all the videotapes or mm -hmm. get a high score or anything like that. You just have to like be into it and feel it. Right, and and I remember that was like such a fun way to play Tony Hawk when it first came out. Because Tony Hawk was always about like bombast and like linking all these cool. Well, not the first one with the con I mean, you could grind around a whole level if you were really good, and you know, without manuals and this and that. But uh, it was fun when that game like broke out and then it was like let me just try to backside flip these like this three set like it's so simple in tony hawk but just to see it happen it was like oh wow you can like skate legitimately if you want to or you could do like a nolly 360 flip nose grind to 360 flip out to, you yeah. know 50 50 to hard flip <laughs> just like all this crazy yeah. shit in tony hawk but uh yeah i i, I haven't and played skater xl but i'm just I can't speak on how that feels. I just know that I was turned off by how it looks. So if you're, I might yeah. try that though. I think it looks. I think session looks better. Um, I think it's easier to. It looks a little bit more realistic in a kind of grimy way. I think everything looks really clean and like plasticky in Skater XL. But um, the video, there's a lot. Both games have uh, like video editing options. So you land a trick and then you go into the video editor and make it look all cool. And there's a lot more video editing. Uh, it's a lot easier to use in Skater XL, so that's pretty cool. Like you can do fisheye lenses and all this other skate video stuff. That's um, probably my favorite thing about um, sessions was the like find a spot. Okay, I'm gonna set my spawn point here, and then I'm just gonna go. And if I right. fuck up, I press a button and it takes me right back to where like yeah. I started from. So I can just keep going until I get that like you know perfect run of of what I'm trying to do. Yeah, and with session you can actually get off the board and walk around and yeah, like yeah. find your spot. And Skater XL, when you press that same functionality, it just like pulls up a little like GPS ping, and you just zoom around the map to wherever you want. So you uh, can get to spots faster, but it's a little less realistic. Yeah. Um, but also, um, Skater XL has much better vert um, in the game. They uh, you can actually do vert tricks and coping grinds and all that stuff mm -hmm. um, and they have half pipes where they have it in session but it doesn't work well yet but they are revamping the the physics completely now for sessions so see how that comes out i'm just excited for uh tony hawk it's not too far away see that's the thing after spoiling myself with this i don't know if i can really get back into tony hawk because it's a different game it's much more arcadey yeah. and like what mark said like yeah you could still go down this three set but it's like stupid in Tony Hawk it's like yep I did that now what I guess yeah. I'll just do 900 combos yeah but but you know it is it 
like you said, it's a different type of game. So maybe you're not going after that skateboard experience, but that's going to be the nostalgia experience. That's going to be like, yeah. this feels like it's supposed to. I hope. I mean, if they do it right. if it's, As long as it's, it could be anything other than what Tony Hawk 5 was, and I would say it'll be good. Because Tony yeah, Hawk 5 was like all this buildup and just such a letdown. That was another one. I saw gameplay of it. I was like, nope, that's not, that's not right. <laughs> that doesn't look right. Yeah. But don't get me wrong. I did like Tony Hawk, especially when it first came out. I remember that uh, PlayStation demo disc where the fucking hangar stage was on. And me and my friends just sat and played that level over and over again. Um, but even back then, I was searching for something a little bit more realistic when Thrasher Skate or Die came out. Um, I was like oh, yeah, playing the hell out like of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always popped in now with the Tony Hawk games. I'm not saying they're bad games. It's just different. It's, yeah, yeah. That, it's probably not what I'm looking for anymore. I'll check it out for sure. But wasn't there I, a, a game the called same. Skate and Destroy? I feel like yeah. That so was... that's what it was. Thrasher Skate and Destroy. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. You guys ever play uh, Disney's Ex- Extreme Skate Adventure? I feel like that one isn't that one good. Oh, dude, it is. It's just it's like Tony Hawk, but with fucking. Disney characters, You're yeah, 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 grinding yeah. as Woody and shit. Like it's dope. Isn't there a Simpsons skateboarding oh. game too? There might there be. Is what I'm. What I just thought of was a. I think it was a PS3 game that was like a hoverboard game. I can't remember. Air Airblade. Yeah, I, something uh, like that. I thought it was. I haven't just played called... a skateboard game since Tony Hawk 3 on the Nintendo 64. Wow. Hot wow. nice. take. You oh, never... The controller must really suck for that game. I've never controlled my feet with joysticks in my life. <laughs> so, like, that concept to me seems so foreign, like, oh, to think it's... about how to control, like, that's a whole other game now. Yeah, it yeah, only like, makes sense if you're familiar with actually skateboarding. Right. Yeah, because Good. that thought of, like, doing a pop shove it by pushing my back foot down and to the left, I guess you would say, but really backwards. Yeah. Um, it's very intuitive in these games, but at the same time, it's really hard to, to get a hang of because the simple act of turning left and right with the triggers is unlike any game you play. Yeah. It really so, shows you, like, when you play Skate or games like it that use the analog sticks, it's like, oh, wait, it's actually hard to do a varial quad flip on flat ground. Like, <laughs> that's yeah. almost impossible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but um, those, so those are uh, Skater XL and Session. I also... Um, one of uh, my friends recommended a game to like everybody in one of the Discord servers I'm in, Unfortunate Spacemen. Never heard of it. So yeah. it's a free-to-play game on uh, Steam. It's a first-person shooter, but it's got a really neat kind of mechanic where there is co-op as well. I haven't checked out the co-op yet, but it seems like a horde mode, uh, Spacemen versus Aliens type thing. But the cool thing is um, in the, like, I don't know if you'd call it competitive, or I'll just call it the main mode. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes in as spacemen, and one of them is an alien in disguise, disguised disguised as a as a human, and nobody knows who that is. And their goal is to kill all the humans. But anytime they kill a human, or when a human dies, they can disguise themselves as that person. Oh. 
Huh. So you kind of are going around pretending that you're a human, and it just leads to some crazy antics and everything Wait, like so that. So is it like asymmetrical? Like if you play with a with a party, you got like three people are spacemen, and then one person's this overpowered alien. Is that how that's? But working? you don't you don't know who it is. So everybody just comes in together like they're all on the same team, and the humans have objectives where there's there's like things they can do, or they can kill the alien. Um, but you don't know who the alien is at first, so mm -hmm. you want to do as much as you can to eliminate the threat of the alien. But the alien has some abilities that the humans don't. At any time, you can turn into a alien, and you have you can like go into the ground where they can't see you, and when they walk over you, you can uh, trap them, and it hurts them a bunch. Um, you have like some crazy attacks that you can do, and everything like that. It, the gameplay looks looks pretty uh, solid. It looks really nice, and it's a lot of fun. Um, I have, like, one story that... I, there's a lot of stories that came out of this, but the one I would share is um, I was the alien, and my buddy um, Ryan, like, spawned into the area with me, and we're in in-game voice chat, so it's only if you're near them. We had okay. to turn off Discord because it would break the game. Mm -hmm. um, right. And he, like, walks up to the... Where, there's a bunch of different levels, and he walks up to this airlock, and he's like, oh, I wonder what this airlock does. And I'm thinking, like, as soon as he opens this, I'm going to push him into it. But <laughs> instead, he just opened it and jumped into it. So I was like, all right, one, one down. So I'm going throughout this stage, and uh, two of my other friends did the same thing. They killed themselves to by jumping into space accidentally. Um, <laughs> So it was down to two other humans, and they were together. So finally, like, I ran up on them, and they both just start shooting me immediately. And they're like, oh, you're obviously the alien. I was like, what are you doing, guys? I'm not the alien. Um, Ryan's the alien, or I forget exactly what I said, but somehow while I had, like, that much health, I convinced them that I wasn't the alien. I was just, like, <laughs> lied really good, I guess. And I was like, I need, I need help because he's going to be coming for us. And they were like, oh, there's a um, health station right over here. And the cool thing about that is I had about 20 seconds until I didn't have enough health to um, be a human anymore, so they would just know. So they walked me to this health station, so I, I get my health back, and I was like, all right, I'm going to kill these guys now. And then they just happened to mention, they're like, yeah, we got all these turrets set up, so if the alien uh, shows his form here, then he'll get shot. So I was like, uh, all right well, why don't we go over here and set up some stuff over here? <laughs> so it was just this great thing of me lying to my friends, and it was a lot of fun. It sounds um, like that. See, that part of it makes it seem really yeah, it's interesting. Different. Yeah, so I got a kick out of it. We only played a few rounds. I, I hope to play some more, but it's kind of like a... It's kind of a big thing to do. Like it's like you don't want to play Jackbox with your friends every day. Sometimes you just want to play some not yeah. thought intensive yeah, video totally. games. So I want to try uh, have, Unfortunate yeah. Spaceman. Yeah, this so game is free. so crazy because listening to you explain it and looking at the like gameplay, I'm like, I get two totally different vibes. But just yeah. because I think recently I watched a game Among Us, which is uh, like a big stream game going on right now, I guess. And it's basically the same concept. It's like two people are imposters and then there's like 10 of you on a ship and you all have jobs to do. Yeah. You go to rooms and do these jobs. And your job as an imposter is to kill off the crew. And, like, you just kill people and then, like, try and hide and disappear. And then when someone finds a body, then you, like, have a meeting and everybody talks about it. And they're like, oh, my God, okay, who is near here? Like, you can only see the immediate area you're in. So then you have these meetings about, like, okay, who is near this room? Who could have possibly done it? Like, who's the imposter? 
yeah. like you guys have to these vote. games all sound really cool i've, I've seen yeah. i've seen that one before and it yeah looked really but cool. that one is like little cartoony graphics and this is like like but, doom 2016. <laughs> the, graphics are, the graphics are pretty good and it's a well put together game i think and like for free to play like i would yeah. suggest anybody that sounds mildly interesting go into it and there's a tutorial it's a it's an entertaining tutorial it's a little funny um check out the tutorial because you have to do that before you go into any matches anyway and you'll know if you like it right off the bat from that um but i liked it enough after like that one match i was talking about i because how they're monetizing it they have a bunch of skins it's not like in your face or anything but if you want to like deck out your spaceman so uh once i liked the game i went and bought a helmet that has a post-it note taped to the visor that says uh real human i just thought that was funny (laughs) and i was like yeah i'll buy this for three dollars support the devs a little bit because they put out a good product and everything Mm. like that so i would definitely suggest it i would love to play with you guys see how that goes yeah that'd be a shit show Probably. There was another. There was another game that I played. Like I actually played a while back. That was the same concept. I can't think of the name right now, but it was like everybody looks the same, but one person actually is like trying to kill everybody, and you're trying to do objectives. Those games are fun when you get a, like a group of people you know playing them. Yeah. It reminded me a little bit of there's a Jackbox game. I can't remember what it's called, but it's the same idea where somebody is an alien, but it's all question based. So mm-hmm. if the person answers in a weird way then you have to vote them off the ship um so what else have i been playing uh i have a terrible uh magic the gathering arena um addiction okay um i think i've alleviated a little bit though because i have uh finally got diamond tier in their ranked matches um I'm not a huge magic guy. I when I was younger, I like checked out some cards, but I never got into playing it physically. Um, but when this came out, um, it just does a really good job of onboarding. It's free to play as well. Um, they do want you to buy cards and stuff like that, but um, you don't have to. They give you a bunch of cards for free, um, and it's really good at teaching you the mechanics of the game. Um, but yeah, I um, this is like the worst um, I've ever. Uh, the, the most I've ever played a game. I had somewhere here pulled up where it is, uh, unfortunately, 319 hours and 14 minutes Damn. in that game. I used to collect Magic the Gathering cards, but I never once played a match of that game. Yeah, I was the same way. And it, uh, if you're like that, I would suggest that checking it out, but maybe not if you have any, like, um, if you want to live. Yeah, I just thought that their art was really cool. Yeah, yeah, like, the art's cool. There's like some I lore. I was never interested in it. Like someone tried to explain to me one time. I was like, oh, why are there like forest and like this? And they're like, oh, well, it comes down to this thing. And then you got to do this thing. And I'm like, all right, man, I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. It looks I, nice, but I'm out. Did you ever play? I have been, I've been exactly the same way, but the tutorial on this explains that pretty easily. And it, it onboards you really, really good, I think. And right. it is interesting. The art's cool. There's, like, lore involved in the cards if you want to get into that. But if you just want to have like, battles, like, that's all you really need to do. You get, like, animation with all of it? Or is it just, like, here's a card. Look. No. Here's there, a there's the card. Ta-da. Not, not in every card, but some of the cards do have animations. Like, when you cast, like, more powerful creatures. Like, I was just talking with one of my friends about he got the Massacre Worm in his deck. And he was like, yeah, I think I only played it once, but when I put it down, it's really cool animation. The worm goes all over the board and everything like that. So just dumps shit like that. Nice. Um, 
but I, I I did I've had a ton of fun with it, and it actually like convinced me to get some more cards, and I have some cards down there. I actually got the girlfriend to play a game. She's probably never gonna do it again, but she did beat me. <laughs> um, hey. you can't really know until you try something, right? Yeah. So uh, anyway, I see you've got this very long list of games you've been playing. What else is my question? Yeah. Um. Uh, just really quickly, uh, Warzone, Call of Duty, I've been playing that with friends. We finally got our yeah, first nope. Battle Royale vi victory. There's no rush. Nice. Yo, um, I uh, played my first two games of Warzone today. Yeah? Nice. So yeah, so I did the tutorial once on my old computer, and then when I got the new one, I installed Warzone, but I never played it. So I had to do the tutorial again, mm -hmm. and I played my first two games. And I'm like, all right, this is great. Let's get in there. The first game, I like, I don't know, what the fuck happened, man? This dude came right in this room. I heard him coming, fucking was in a good spot, had to jump on him, fired a bunch of shots into him, but he turned around and smoked me, and it was over. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then the next game, I came out um, looking at, like, on the corner of this fence. I'm like, oh, shit, there's a car way in the distance over there. And next thing you know, they, like, stop for a second i'm like oh shit what are they doing and then they start driving away and i'm like did somebody just get out and then i'm dead I was like, <laughs> yeah what was that somebody walked up right behind me and sniped me from point blank in my head and i didn't hear a goddamn thing dude you, like, you got okay. farther than me i downloaded it on ps4 played through that tutorial that you were talking about and then deleted it off my ps4 <laughs> i don't even i'm trying to think of the tutorial and like i don't it's just basically it like collecting like, armor and how to like yeah, apply it yeah because armor shooting well, like um you know the pop-up cardboard cutouts and it's just and, and the contracts is what it, it shows yeah. you because that's like the main difference between this battle royale and others yes. where you have con different contracts yeah. you can get and they keep adding to it and changing it but um yeah this game is really hard to get into because you're gonna die a lot at the beginning I had, you don't have guns you know that other people do yeah i had yeah, just I gotten into it. fortnite in a big way and i was like okay so maybe i'll like this too because i've been wanting i've been itching to play i had a lot of fun with call of duty back in the day it was right. mostly uh black ops 2 and and Good modern one. warfare 4 or 3 uh, 3 or 4 oh. maybe yeah modern warfare 3 and black ops 2 were the two that i played like a lot of and then i, f I discovered battlefield and didn't really look back but i was like oh I, i'd like to play call of duty again and i like this battle or yeah this battle royale style of gameplay but i just i don't know i, I was like 100 and fucking 12 gigabyte download it took forever oh, and then like i did the the thing and i'm like well that that doesn't seem fun. Just everything yeah. that I just did doesn't seem fun. So like, I kind of just yeah. want to play like an old Call of Duty campaign. Yeah, what that was the kicker for me. Is I was in the same boat. I loved Call of Duty. Like mine was Modern Warfare Two. Like when that was out, I was fucking that's the, fucking that's the good killing one. it, dude. Oh, so I played a lot of this. I was like, dude, this is gonna be great. I was fucking. I watch a shitload of it. I watch Tim the Tap Man on Twitch all the time. He's, this is all he's been playing. Fucking love watching this shit. High action, super tense. You know, makes for a good watch. But dude, when I'm in there and fucking potato aim something and then just get <laughs> irritated, I'm like, you know what I liked about Call of Duty? Was running in, killing something, instantly getting killed, but then respawning and getting to do it again. 
Like this yeah. whole, all right, we're going to drag you off to the gulag. Now you're going to fight this one dude. Did he kill you too? You suck? Yeah, okay, go on back. Get on the plane again. No, you got it? Okay, drop in. You get to die again. Have fun. Like, <laughs> well, see, I think too, like it, it has to do with like, because I've never played solos uh, in Warzone. But yeah. I think that game, like, it, it when it launched, it only had squads, I think, or trios. One Yo, of the two. I, when I filled in, it automatically put me into trios to autofill. Yeah. And I had three people join me, see that I was a level one player playing my first match, and instantly backed yeah. out. Yep. No, I um, think that's how the game is. Like, 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 it, it is. Like, yeah, what you're on your own. <laughs> what you just said about, like, it taking so long and, like, I died, now I went to the gulag, now. Like, th that part of the game to me is where, uh, like, Warzone does a way better job than any other Battle Royale because it's, like, it's way faster paced than all the other ones where it's like if i die in PUBG, i just wasted 20 minutes in that game and then i have to go back to the menu then i have to join a game i sit in the lobby for two minutes then i have to do the like it's so much uh the the way that they do the gulag to give you a chance to get back into the game and then if not your squad can buy you back it, yeah. it uh i think it handles that part of the game which is the worst part of the game when you're playing with friends and you're the first person to die. Mm -hmm. It's like, I oh, just have to sit here and wait for them to die now. Like, yeah. It handles that part way better. And then also I think it encourages much more like aggressive gameplay, which I think a lot of Battle Royale struggle with because nobody wants to die first. So yeah. you end up getting with a lot of people like camping at the beginning of the game and not wanting to die because they want to get later on where it's like if you know, hey, my teammate can just buy me back, I'm going to push this fight. Like It... Uh, it encourages the like action, which is like the fun part of battle royales. Mm. Yeah, but, but everything everything Mike and Mark said, the the onboarding to that game is not good, and mostly because it's free to play and they want your money. Um, yeah. Although in most battle royale games you can get any drops and any attachments, that's not how this works. You have to unlock your attachments and all your guns and everything like it's that. Just, so that was just, like reminiscent of original Call of Duty. Like that's yeah. what you do in Call of Duty. And if you have the game, you get all that stuff much faster because you could play multi regular multiplayer and yeah. you get your unlocks really faster. But with, if you're just playing Warzone, it'll take you forever to unlock all the stuff that you want to. So mm -hmm. that free-to-play mode could get everything, but you're going to look, look at a lot of hours. And but maybe... Thing... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, maybe that's where there's a little disconnect for me there because like, I bought uh, Modern Warfare when it came out for like the actual game. So like, I had been playing the multiplayer a ton and stuff. So like, I already knew how... like. The guns work and how you know like oh that's so so like when you when you guys were saying tutorial i didn't even remember it until like <laughs> it like popped in my head because it was like oh like i already know how to play the game just let me play right, right. um so yeah like i can see like freshly coming in it throws you into that like hmm. i don't think it's a great representation of what you actually get when you play but well, what you were saying, I think that the gulag is a is an awesome idea giving you a chance and the fact that teammates can buy you back like an apex is is really cool i'm sorry um, how do you spell that gulag g-u-l-a-g what the hell is it a gulag is like a is it a it's russian like term for prison yeah oh. ah okay it's, it's, it's a jail just it's sounds a like jail pretty much and it's you when you die you go they bring you into the gulag and it's a 1v1 match and if you win the 1v1 with a random gun then you get to uh, is it is it against a in. computer or another player no it's against another player, player. 
another person that died. Oh, I see. Cool. That's and a good one idea. One other thing they, they yeah. do is jailbreaks can happen randomly. So everybody that's in the gulag just drops in all at once. And that's something they've added, which is pretty cool as well. And makes them, That's the thing. This game has crazy moments that don't happen in any other Battle Royale games. Like mm. when crazy shit happens, it's so much fun. Yeah. Um, but it all depends on your play style. Like I, unlike the majority of everyone, when I played Call of Duty, I really liked a lot of games like Mark did. I liked Advanced Warfare was probably my, my favorite one because it was so fast paced, which like the rocket jumps and all that crazy shit. Oh. But I like I liked free for all, so I'm used to dying all the time and just having those crazy like hectic battles. And I really like solos in this the best because it's a little bit slower pace, but it's still like I had um, one experience I shared with some folks um, where it was just crazy stuff was happening. Um, so my my favorite thing I started doing was getting a most wanted contract. What that does is marks your position to everybody on the map. Okay. But what I did is I put something called a trophy system on this truck I was driving around. So the trophy system, when people shoot rockets at you or C4, the truck doesn't blow up. So I have most wanted. I'm driving around with this truck, and everybody's coming at me with rockets and all this stuff. But it's just alerting to me, me to their position, and then I drive over them or go over there and kill them. <laughs> and then, like, I had somebody chasing me with an SUV, so I jumped out of the truck while it was moving, turned around, threw a C4 out, blew up his truck, and then got ran over and got back in the truck. Like, crazy, like, fun action movie moments like that are just, like, very exhilarating, and it, it really, like, uh, when it gets your adrenaline pumping a lot. But, yeah, uh, going into the match the other day, it was an awesome match. We got our first win, and then we're like, yep, let's uh, play something else and never play this again. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to beat that. That, gu um, that goulash. That gulag. <laughs> I just keep wanting to say goulash now. All right. <laughs> hey, wait, it. real quick before you move on. Uh, what's the best battle royale game? Everybody, go. Say it at the same time. Three, two, one. Tetris ninety nine. <laughs> Sorry. I still have to go with PUBG. PUBG. PUBG was the first battle I got royale. heavy into. PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it's I Tetris 99. Actually we, were, we actually is what we were looking for. Tetris 99. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm Tetris curious. Tetris 99 is good. I'm curious as what uh, as right. to what so virtual can, uh, verse well, is. Because you brought it up, did you hear about the new Tetris like um, mobile thing they started doing, mm. where you could win real money by playing against people on Tetris Mobile? Did not know that. Kind of like you know, remember HQ that trivia game? Yes. Yep. It's like that, where like there's a set time and everybody jumps into Tetris Mobile and you win prizes. So I thought that I'm was I'm gonna have to get into that because I am a Tetris fan. Except for the fact that it's Tetris on mobile, which has never been good. I I played Tetris on mobile a lot, like a <laughs> lot, a lot. Tetris and Tetris Blitz. Damn. Yeah. Tetris Fear. Tetris. Jump. What's the worst Tetris game? Oh, what what Tetris does that even mean? Tetris for Super Nintendo. Facts. Uh, <laughs> is it? I have no idea. No, there. I think like there was some Tetris game for. Wasn't there one on sixty four that was? Yeah, Tetris Sphere, the the, the yeah. one where it was a globe you had the Tetris on. 
Yeah, fuck all that. That sounds yeah. that sounds disgusting. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the worst. <laughs> um, moving on. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, this next one uh, kind of goes out to pop because he was playing a, uh, a point-and-click adventure game not mm -hmm. too long ago, something about murdering deers or something like that. Hypnospace Outlaw, right? No, oh, no, he's talking about... Um, uh, that hotel. Hotel, one. yeah. Fuck, oh, I yeah. forgot the name of it. Um, so oh, I'm not it. huge on point-and-click adventure games, but I got into this game, Virtualverse, okay. um, mm -hmm. which is a uh, cyberpunk-inspired... Um, uh, like old school point and click adventure but the art in it is fucking awesome uh i would highly suggest even if you don't want to like play this game just check out the art a little bit it's by this guy valenberg um who does awesome uh pixel art and the art in this game is amazing as well as the soundtrack um looks... this game came about through um a record label that i like blood music um they do a lot of um electric and a little bit of like uh metal uh releases but um the artist is master boot record and i have that vinyl that once it's released it is going to be coming and being added to my collection sweet um but That's i started good. playing it it's gonna be a while before i finish it just because point and click yeah. adventure games aren't my thing um but it is it does seem neat the story seems pretty cool so more to the, come on that the aesthetic yeah. reminds me of katana zero a little bit yes it's very similar mm. uh the only reason i actually didn't pick this up is because i had a, a good friend who uh was really excited about it and ended up streaming it on like the day that it came out so i ended up watching him play uh like a good chunk of it and i feel like point and clicks it's like mm. once you kind of see how things work it's like well do i really want to like, i know the first seven puzzles like am i gonna Go through and play. So, like, that's why I didn't pick this up. But I, I really like the look of it and like the aesthetic and everything. It's really, really cool. Mm. Yeah, but I immediately got the that problem I've always had with point and click adventure games. I didn't realize you were supposed to click on this one corner of the poster. Yeah. To get what was behind it and things got like stuck. that. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's and like, that was in like the first room. So. That's back to my days of Day of the Tentacle as a kid on my Mac. Yep. <laughs> cool. Uh, this yeah. looks this looks cool, I like it. Yeah, check okay. it out. It's got a really cool look, and the artist Valenberg um, has some awesome uh, art. Check out as well. Um, Kill it with fire. This yeah. next game looks amazing. <laughs> is it what? This next game, Kill it with fire. Yeah, Kill it with fire is one of those games where I jumped in and I like I don't really want to like play anything specific, but Steam just came out with hey, this is free. Play this. Because um, they had a free, uh, I think it's called with Fire Heatwave. Is like the free version. It comes. It's like five or seven levels or something like that. Pretty much, Kill It with Fire is you're in a house and there's spiders and you have to kill them with whatever <laughs> possible and you destroy the house in the process. Uh... So you start off just with like simple things like uh, hairspray and a lighter to burn them, but then you end up getting like AKs and grenades and crazy shit like that, and you just completely destroy all these houses just to That's kill amazing. all the spiders in it. And it's fun. Yeah, it looks, it looks cool. It looks awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's on anything other than Steam. I didn't actually research that. That's this okay. Tiny build. Those are the people that did that Hello Neighbor game my kid likes. Oh, really? Yeah. And um. 
stupid pointless games like this just remind me of the good old days when I used to play I Am Bread. Yep. Yeah. And Goat Simulator. It's got yeah. that same feel, but it is it is kind of cool. Pretty much, you hear spiders, and you gotta like look under uh, books for them and under pillows, and like you can move stuff around. It's neat. Can you? Yeah, do you have the option to let the spiders live? <laughs> yeah, you can not beat any levels. I mean, wow. kind of like. Never mind. There was a spoiler for Last of Us in there that I'm not gonna do. Ooh. <laughs> gotta watch those. <laughs> Don't worry, nobody's listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> what else you been playing, man? You've been There's playing one guy who just joined, hasn't played Last of Us 2. He's like, what the fuck? Come on! Dude, just, just a couple more. I can't believe um, you just spoiled that part of The Last of Us 2 where the giant <laughs> spider crawls out of the ground and eats Ellie. Oh, kill it with fire. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know that part where I the did. aliens land in the UFO in Last of Us 2? <laughs> Bruce Willis was dead the whole time. Aliens were the zombies the whole time. <laughs> Damn it. Um, GTFO is a game I've checked out briefly. Um, I uh, had a couple of bir- uh, friends who had birthdays, and I got them this for them for their birthdays, but I've only gotten one of them into it with me so far. It's a four-player cooperative um I don't want to say randomly generated. The levels are static, but the enemies and objectives are randomly generated within the levels. And it is very hard. They're saying it's horror, but it's like not really scary. It's just the fact that there's monsters and you have to be quiet or else you're fucked. Yeah. Um, you have specific gear that you have to kind of play your role. Like one person is in charge of this uh, kind of like alien bio tracker where you can see people through where they are by position. One person has like a glue gun that will slow them down if you put it on the ground in front of them and stuff like that. Neato. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it's, really it seems really cool. They have a really neat terminal system in the game where to find all these objectives and items, you actually type into the computer commands and it's kind of like doing like minor uh, command prompts in a, in a PC and stuff like that. Like. If you you could ping a specific item and it'll make a noise wherever it is, and if anybody is near it, they can hear it and things like that. Yeah. So it's got some neat stuff that I don't see in a lot of games, and wow. I definitely want to get into it, but I'm I look- need people to play with. I'm looking at this GTFO game, and I just saw that it's made by the same team who made Payday Two, and that game I hate, but I hated the way it looked. This looks way better than that. This looks yeah. like yeah. The aesthetic of this is way up my alley. Like anything that's that looks remotely like Alien or Aliens is like, yep, that's me. Mike, what it is about Payday and Payday Two? It's the weirdest critique, and you probably won't be surprised right. by this from me. Nope. But I don't like it because it's a first fir- shoot. No, the first time I played it, the characters and the like environment like all the 3d models yeah felt like they they were hollow like playing it that's the best way that i could describe it like it felt like i was playing with hollow which they are right but they just i guess they just didn't feel like they had any weight to them it, it was just all very fast yeah, paced like and twitchy and i was like what are we Six. doing robbing a bank like i feel like we could be playing grand theft auto right now and yeah. robbing a bank and actually having fun instead of this dumb bullshit that was my review of payday uh, yes. i like a very specific specific type of game what can i say 
I guess you pay. Yeah, I'm with you. I didn't like payday at all either. Um, I mean, I didn't want to pay but. When it comes to payday, I say GTFO of my face. <laughs> <laughs> Wrapping it all around. Yeah. All right. Two more quick ones. Um, WWE 2K20. Is that the Ooh. shitty um, one with all the glitches? Yes. Yep, the shitty one with all the glitches. Did you um, get any hilarious glitches? Have they patched most of that out by now? So or? the thing no. is, those games are always kind of hilarious <laughs> to me with the with their glitches. They've all had glitches. This is definitely the worst offender, but there's a right. lot of bad rope physics. Like I've had oh, wrestlers yeah, yeah. get into the room and the rope just sticks to them throughout the first quarter of the match, and just everything goes to shit. What did you play this on PC or? Yeah, I've been playing this on PC. Um, the thing is, I don't like wrestling. I don't like WWE at all. But I fucking love wrestling video games. Something about a slow-paced brawl, like with environmental damage and weapons and stuff like that. Like, if you like gang beasts, that's what I would compare it to. Like that kind of thing is what I'm looking for in these games. I wish there were more wrestling games that didn't involve any specific property. I just want it to be a bunch of fantasy bullshit and have yeah. crazy ass environments and weapons and shit like that to fight. Fire, Fire Pro. Yeah, uh, I have. I have played some Fire Pro, but I don't know, like the, the three-dimensional aspect of the wrestling games I kind of like. It goes back to the old No Mercies and all those N64 wrestling N64 games. N64 wrestling games was like, I was the same way. I never was really into wrestling. Like, I think my last was favorite wrestler was Jake the Snake. <laughs> I was like five years old, you know? And uh, but, um, I'm really dating myself here. <laughs> I'm going to piggyback off this one a little bit just to save some time. So I've also been playing uh, WWE 2K20. Uh -oh. <laughs> Probably way too much. I've put 37 hours into it in the last two weeks. Oh, shit. Um, Are you okay? Uh, yeah. Did you get hit uh, so in the head really, with a rock? I could care less about the actual, like, the audacity. Like, if you go to Steam right now, they're, they're charging $60 for this. Which Unreal. is insane. Oh, I got it on sale for like $8. Yeah, I went to... What's that one website that they steal people's credit cards to sell games? Like, it's like known... I like, like try not to use it. gaming or something like that? Yeah, it's like some, some like sketchy website where everybody's like, don't buy codes from this website because they're stolen. Like, you're hurting other people. I went to that website to buy this game. <laughs> for like, I bought it for like four bucks. Because I'm not paying $60 for this piece of shit, dude. It's so bad. But you'll play uh, it for 37 hours. Though. Yeah, really, I could care less about the game. I don't, like, I, I used to be really into wrestling, like, when I was a kid. Don't watch anymore. All I care about is the, uh, like, create a character section in this game. Mm -hmm. And then... Uh, oh, now, the it all makes, now it all makes sense. So, yes, this, yeah, exactly. It all makes sense. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I've been, I've been uh, messing now, around with that. Now um, I know why I got a random text message asking my yeah. height and weight. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. Uh, makes sense. So yeah, I've just been I've just been going through and like just making all of my friends and different streamers <laughs> and just doing all this stuff and then having them fight against each other and like uh so yeah, that's what I've uh, that's what I've been been messing around with. Um there's actually, uh, not to plug myself, but oh. I've uploaded two YouTube videos to my YouTube channel. Yes. Of oh. just, like, just, and it's crazy because, like, the first YouTube video, like, literally halfway through me recording, the game just randomly crashed, like, black screen my computer. So I had to restart, and, like, it, it the, uh, the amount that this game crashes is, like, insane. Like, I could play it for an hour, and it'll probably, 
like it'll crash four times and potentially like black screen my computer once in an hour <laughs> just like consistently like there's no like yep i know i'm i want to I want to like go in and make an entrance for this character, but it's got to load, and I know when it's got to load, there's a chance for it crashing. It's just so it's so. I don't bad. know. Like, I don't know how you could have it happen to you four but, times in one hour. Because if it happened to me once and then again yeah, immediately uh, after, I'm like, it's, yeah, I don't kill know. Like, it with fire. And like, I don't even play the game, so I put it on simulation. Like, I just make the characters, and then I just have them fight each other. Um, <laughs> I, I've never actually like gone in and played like in like part of the game but uh so you've yeah, actually creator is fantastic you've and, not uh, played for 37 hours <laughs> yeah i've just i've mainly just made people for 37 hours and then have the computer fight scientists he's just <laughs> running simulations over here it's um, so funny you you said that because just last night i've been waiting to do that and just last night finally in discord i was up till three o'clock in the morning um and two of my friends were on and i took pictures of them from <laughs> facebook and put it on their faces and built them out while they're yeah. like helping me out with it and it was like mm -hmm. so much fun like my friend's like well yeah clearly my entrance attire has to have the the rubber um inflatable duck around my waist yeah. i mean there's no way i can't have that so like <laughs> it, it, it's so entertaining doing that if anybody's ever um watched monster factory on youtube from the mcelroy's from former polygon folks um it's exactly that they go into any video game with customization and make the worst fucking characters you could yeah. ever imagine in your life um similar question to before what's the best character creator in a video game wwe is pretty fucking good it, it is do, like the amount of shit. stuff you can change is like in like you can go into like muscle definition and like how veiny do you want like certain parts of their body to be and like yeah do you want like, hair on arms and legs like you can control all that like it is more than that there was there was like cyberpunk level of veiny I went into like the face thing and there was like turn like anatomy terms I wasn't familiar with like I'm just going to make it up cuz I don't remember but it was like David how how big is your fellum and yeah. he's like let me look that up oh i guess it's like the space between your eyeballs and the bridge of your nose or something like that and you yeah. get to adjust that on like three different points no isn't it this little thing well no i made up a word no, I, I, I think that's a real, i think it's a real thing I think you made uh, up. Well, <laughs> I think it might I be. Made real. Up, I made up a real word, but it wasn't <laughs> what it was, whatever it was. I could be like, wrong. But there, there was there was like multiple things. I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. And like you go to the adjustment and it goes like super slow and you're like, I don't even see anything moving. But it is slightly, if you look at this one little spot. So I think that's probably. Yeah. I, I mean, know. the I reason think I. of anything that's had more control than that. The reason I ask is because I've spent a lot of time in character creators in video games, and by far the one I've spent the most time in, I've had the most fun with, and I made the widest variety of characters, not counting me's, because I remember I went through a phase on the Wii making me's. Yeah, um, me too. But it was Soul Calibur 4 on PS3. Ooh. Oh man, I made like all four Ninja Turtles and Shredder. Damn. Uh, I made, I, I made everything that you could fucking think of. I made like characters from Final Fantasy VII, like every almost every single one. You can, you you wouldn't believe that you'd be able to pull this shit off, but you can make like anything. You can with Soul yeah. Calibur Four, they give you like you could just put random geometric shapes on people's bodies in random spots or, or in very specific spots. And then just basically sculpt um, outfits and shit 
it, it was wild. I highly recommend it. If you like fucking around with character creators, Soul Calibur 4, mm-hmm. it's a pretty attainable game. No, I did, when you said that, I did remember that. I also popped back to a game from, I don't even know what system, but Fighter Maker, where it was a fighting game that like didn't ha- had like two characters and you had to build the rest of it, including all their moves and shit like that. That was pretty intense. That's, but that's pretty I am excited because now that I know that Pops is playing this, um, we're going to clearly have to have Mike and Mark do battle with us controlling him because we can make him do specific things. Like, haven't you always wanted to see Mike chokeslam Mark off a steel cage through a yeah, table? Yeah, yeah. Hey, let's I just, mean... I say let's just do that for real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do it for the gram. These videos are true WWE fashion right here, man. It's a 19. Minute video and eleven minutes is introduction. Intros. It's all intros. <laughs> yeah, I can care about the match. It's just all intros. Oh. I work so hard on them. Like I'm really good. For, like all the people that I made in that first video, I'm like pretty good friends with, and yeah. so like they're all very like specifically detailed in the way of like, oh nice. like, uh, my friend Adams really likes cars, and so like I have him come at his entrance. He comes out in a car, and like my friend Cooper has a motorcycle so i have him come out on a motorcycle like they're very uh like detailed in like how those people are so uh yeah that's why i was like i'm just gonna upload this yeah 11 minutes of intros and then just uh i made butt but they uh they wouldn't let me have feet i made her a female but then i found out you can't have females fight males in the game so I had to make a male version of Buttress and like, no. <laughs> like going even like, how do I make this face look like a female? Like, uh, but yeah, it was uh, that, that was a, that I've been having a lot of fun with it. The game's terrible, like so yeah. many glitches and bugs, and it crashes all the time. Like, because uh, I've mainly been doing like the Royal Rumble type mode where you just have characters come in. Um, yeah. And like you'll get characters sliding under the ropes, and then the rope attaches to their body, and like they keep, like it's just I don't know. It's it's yeah. a very. I will buggy. say, it did get a lot of that, but like I said, these games have always been buggy, and I haven't experienced any crashes. But I but Royal Rumble is definitely where most of that shit happens. Yeah. Um, and I haven't fucked around with that at all. I still enjoy that game, though. I will say that because, like I said, I just like that slow paced brawler. Throwing people through tables and shit like that is just fun to me. And I wish there were a better game of it, but this is all I have, really. So I'll just take it. That's the same thing. I actually did what you did. I was like, I don't want to... Because at first I was like, I don't want to spend $60 on just because it's a WWE game. So I went through and tried to find, like, another, like, non-branded, whatever, like, wrestling game that had, like, the same, like, amount of uh, customization and details and stuff in it. And there's just nothing out there. It's like, that's really your only option and this yeah, match... hopefully hopefully because the the team that got taken off wwe is working on something yeah i'm hoping yeah. that that is going to be better and to be fair like this one specifically like because uh, i remember when it happened like a while ago it was like basically there was two teams working on this game the uh, and there was one team that had made like all of the wwe games for the past like five or six years and like that team essentially left. They're like, we're not making the WWE games anymore. And so this team got brought on like five or six months before the game had to come out, like contractually. So it was like, they made this game in six months. And I feel like you can tell, like it's definitely like not a $60, like 
quality game, like, as far as, like, the bugs and stuff go, like, it's just, it's unacceptable. The amount of clipping that's in this game is, like, insane. Like, like I said, I've been doing a lot of the customization, so it's, like, if you try to put, like, any type of clothing that is, like, not stuck to the character body, it'll just clip through. And, like, it's just, like, it's, like, this isn't a... This seems like a small indie team made this and didn't have the, like, budget, but it's, like, you know, 2K is making it. Like, that's crazy. I feel like a lot of that is from the license, so I think that Vince needs his money, and he's like, no, Yeah, they have enough. to do them yearly. Like, <laughs> yeah. They just have to pump them out. They're just and cranking them out. I'm like, you know. But if, if I could get a fictional universe fucking wrestling game that has, yeah. like, the amount of customization and, like, features that I'm looking for, like, that would, I would... I would be so excited about that. Yeah, same, same. All Rest, right, and that, wrestling. That we we not only is nobody going to be listening to that part of the podcast, but we <laughs> turned our own co-hosts off. They they yeah. walked away. <laughs> I just needed more. I just needed more water. Sure, you did. Um, and to not and, hear that conversation anymore. Yeah. And then finally, um, the last thing I checked out, I've been looking for a new fighting game to jump into. I uh, got a fight stick not too long ago. Uh, and I'm just tired of Tekken and Street Fighter. So um, I checked out Omen of Sorrow, which I thought was new because I'd never heard of it before. And it popped in on Epic. And it turns out it's from like uh, two years ago or something like that. It's a fighting game? And it's, yeah, it's a fighting game. I got the demo for it because it was free. And it's not very good. Um, <laughs> it has a neat uh, vibe. Like it's all like, um, like horror themed people like dr jekyll and there's like a vampire dude and like uh different like genres of horror like that what is all like public domain stuff i don't know like i guess they call him dr jekyll like i don't know if you could get a copyright infringement for that like there's nobody specific it's not like dracula but there is like a vampire hunter dude and like you know things like like that and i thought that vibe would be neat um but the game, it's just, it feels like an older, unsupported game. It feels kind of, the fighting is definitely has some depth to it, but it just wasn't what I was looking for. So I, I fell off that pretty much immediately. It's one of those things where, like, why'd you give me a demo for this? Because I might have actually purchased it, and you could have got me. But you put a bad demo out, so no. Nope. You, know, you know what? I, got a lot, I have a fight stick for the PS4, and I have a lot of cool fighting games on there. And now you're making me want to bust them out. I, I never picked up Street Fighter. What is it? Five or yeah, yeah. yeah I never yeah, picked that up, but five. I do have Tekken Seven. I do have Soul Calibur Six, and I do have that Dissidia game that came out for PS4, which was yeah. like actually in arcade machines in Japan, which is uh, probably really fun to play with a fight stick. I'm gonna check that out. But so this, yeah, this game looks kind of this. What is it called? Omen of Sorrow. Omen of Sorrow. It, it looks cooler than it is. That's what I would say, pretty much. Um, but right the main on. reason I got a fight stick wasn't for fight games. I just got into the fight game portion of that afterwards. I got it for this game. Um, Neon Retro Arcade or something like that. It's a VR game where you pretty much build your own arcade with whatever arcade oh, games you want. That and I needed dope. an actual arcade stick for that so I could play the, the old fucking Punisher arcade game with a fucking joystick which how do they how do they pull that off is it all emulation yeah it's like the game comes without it comes with like five shit games that aren't real but you could just uh download 
an emulator or it has a built-in emulator but you could download rams and right right, uh, right 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 but it's really neat like the aesthetics of it is really cool and you're pretty much just like i have a fucking virtual arcade i can go into in vr and stand which headset in front of cabinets you, and play which headset are you using uh the vive cool the the original vive holy shit one hour in sorry no, i right. had a lot of shit but we had some good conversations from that i feel yeah, like that's what it's all about i mean you know it's uh there's there's no time limit so i'm gonna go with well pop you already told us one game you're playing what else you've been playing yeah, and that was a big one. Like I said, I put 37 hours into that. Um, so uh, I think we're going to talk about it a little later on in the show. So, like, I don't know. I was kind of debating, like, do I get into this now or do I get in? Uh, but I'll just kind of mention, we walk, uh, I watched the Xbox event, like, I guess now two weeks ago or a week and a half ago. I, uh, I think it was, like, the, the Thursday before the last podcast, so two Thursdays ago. Yeah. Um and, you know, I had some thoughts on it that we'll get into later. I was like, you know what? I am I have the Games Pass. I'm going to go in and I'm going to play some Xbox-exclusive games because, like, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So I've obviously played Sea of Thieves before. I have a lot of fun with it. And actually, just a quick shout-out. I didn't mention this. This is when I realized I forgot what it's like to have space on my computer to download things. So I uninstalled... Uh, Modern Warfare, and then I could just download whatever I want because I got like 180 free gigs now just to do whatever. <laughs> game's so big, it's yeah, ridiculous. it's so bad. And like every week, it just they add another yeah, 20 it's gigs. Just, it's dumb. Um, so I started with uh, I, or I've I've played Sea of Thieves and I really like that. Right, like it's a fun game, especially when you're playing with friends. Um, and I uh, I always hop into Forza uh, Horizon Four and play that. Like that's a fun game. Um, and I did play some of that this week, but nothing. To, it's it's a good game. Like I recommend it. It's a good racing, like arcadey game. It's not a simulator, but it's fun. But uh, I downloaded State of Decay two and played it for about an hour and was like, oh, this game's awful, um, <laughs> just in every way. It's really bad. Uh, like story, voice acting, the the mechanics of the game, uh, like how you like the game is kind of like a looter in a way like where it's based on like you have a camp you have to go out and loot things to bring back to the camp so you can upgrade the camp and you have inventory spaces so it kind of hits that like survival um type game which i really like Mm -hmm. but it just does it in such a bad way that it's like i you know like i don't know it just wasn't a fun enjoyable experience so i played that for an hour and was like i'm done with it i can't play anymore um then I went into Sunset Overdrive, mm-hmm. which is another... It was an Xbox One exclusive um, made by Insomniac. Um, definitely can see the, like, transition there. Like, there's a lot of, like, oh, this is, like... Like, Spider-Man just took this mechanic and made it a lot better. And, like, this yeah. thing that they do here is equivalent to the swinging in Spider-Man. Um but yeah, Sunset Overdrive uh, was fun. I played it for probably three or four hours. It's just a very, like, video game. Um, yeah, video game as know, video like, game? Yeah, like, there's literally at one point where the character makes a joke, like, like you you learn about, up, like, uh, ability upgrades, and he's like, well, how do I equip them? If I was playing a video game, normally this would be the time where, like, a voice comes on the screen and tells me how to, like, 
use the abilities and the guy's like well i've never even thought of that and then all of a sudden like a voice appears from the sky like you gotta equip your abilities but it's like very like video game breaks the fourth uh, wall kind of yeah like uh which i'm not like a huge fan of um but that was fun there's like not much there i feel like that game is just like a uh mindless kind of like i want to get in and shoot things in cool ways it's almost got like a a tony hawk vibe to it because you have like essentially a grinding ability like you can just you you jump and then press square or press uh x i guess and um you can just like grind onto anything but you don't have like a skateboard or anything you're just using your feet um so you can just like grind onto like any surface really um, so, like so a a reason for that? Do you have soap shoes or something? Uh, no, no reason. You just have that, like. Oh no! Um, it's not 2001 all over again. Yeah, no. It's just like to start off the game, you can just grind, and then they don't really explain it. It's just sure. That's there. Uh, I don't know. Uh, they don't explain it. Like the story is like a new energy drink is coming out, and the company all they care about is money, so they wanted to rush it. So they didn't, like, product test it, and then the the energy drink actually turned you into, like, mutant zombies. Uh, like, that's kind of the story of the game. And then you don't eat the... You don't taste the energy drink. You were working at the event, the reveal event for the energy drink. And then, um, like, everybody's trying to kill you now, so, like, you have to, like, uh, survive. But then, like, it just doesn't explain things. There's, like, one day after the event, there's, like... Uh, like military base set up with a guy that has a shop that he's acting like he's been there for like years and like it just it's very like I, very loose on the story and I feel like more about just like hey we're gonna give you a bunch of stuff you can like jump off whatever you want and you'll bounce super high and you have like a gun that shoots out discs that'll like bounce off stuff and kill things like or this gun explodes like it's just like one of those one of those type of games um, I had fun with it it wasn't like like, I don't know if I'd be like, oh, I want to Sunset Overdrive 2, but, like, it was fun um, for what back, it was. Back to the um, energy drink story. Did they just <laughs> straight up steal the story to iZombie? I don't know Did that. anybody read uh, yeah. the comic iZombie or, or watch them, the TV show? No. That is I remember up. that show. I'm, I remember that show, but I never watched it. That is straight up what it is. They make an energy drink that turns people into zombies. <laughs> yeah. What was uh, the energy I, drink in uh, Futurama? Slurp. Oh, yeah. Slurp. It's, it's just a soda. That's right. That's right. I almost wore my Slurm shirt today, too. That would have been so topical. Hell, yeah. <laughs> um, then I tried the uh, Grounded Beta. Okay. Like, yeah. that's the new, like... And like I said, this is, like, my type of game. I love, like, a survival, like... You have to eat. You have to drink. Like for the record, they're not they're not calling it a beta or early access. It's, they call it ga- uh, game preview or something. Game preview, yeah. It's a beta. Like that's yeah. they came up with a special name, but it's a beta. Like you're very limited on to like what you can do. Like it's it's a small chunk of the game that like they're just trying to figure out how you know if there's any like bugs or anything. But uh, it was fun. It's it's a survival game, right? Like you know, you start out. You have to craft a base. You have to. Uh, I think that's a, a cool gimmick. 
though. Like, yeah. shrink down, like... Yeah, 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 it is a cool gimmick. Uh, it, it immediately, like, just... I don't know, like, if you guys ever watched, like, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids movies. Like, that whole set. But, like, uh, never that. Hold on, hold on. Have you <laughs> ever you watched know, Honey, I Shrunk the okay, Kids? Look, my if you question. look at the collective age we got going on here versus you... <laughs> I mean, All right. Well, I don't know. <laughs> well, okay, my bad. Um, <laughs> You're talking to a bunch of old heads. Yeah. I had it on order on VHS. Thank you. Have you seen uh, Honey? I blew up the baby. That's can can we call this one? Fuck you if you haven't seen Honey. I shrunk the kids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what, yeah, it gave me called, those vibes, especially like uh, at uh, Disney World um, at one of the parks. I think it was um, uh, Hollywood Studios. Oh, yeah, they uh, used to have yeah. they used to have a like giant. Play area that was like themed yeah. after that movie, so it was like blades of grass was, and a Lego, yeah, blades of grass and like a cup, and the cup was a slide, and like it was really cool. And it, this game like immediately reminded me of that. Where at one point you come across like a, you're trying to find like uh, you need something to to fill your like thirst bar, and so you're trying to find something to like like clean water, and you find like a juice box that somebody has thrown in the grass. And like a little drop of like juice comes out of it, and that's what you use as like your clean source of like liquid. Mm. Um, but just gave off that like when I saw that, I just immediately brought back like, oh, I remember that like play place at Disney. Like that would be a um, cool one to play in VR if they ever. Uh, yeah, it would. Yeah, I think I think that I think that game would uh, be. I would enjoy it a lot more if like I played it with friends, and it has a multiplayer like mode to it. My um, question for you, Pop. Is yeah. I saw in that game you go up against big ass spiders. Have you yeah. seen any of the spiders yet? Yeah, yeah. So and they give you an like if you're afraid of spiders, there's an option. Gonna ask, the, did you turn it on? Yeah, there's an option at the beginning of the game. I'm not afraid of spiders. They don't do anything as, uh, to me. So like I left it on. Um, okay. They are like it did caught me off guard. How like when they say like there's like big spiders in this game. I was like, okay, right. yeah, you're small. And you come across other, like, you come across ants is your first, like, kind of enemy that you see. Mm -hmm, and right. you get some, like, beetles and, like, termites. And then you hit, like, spiders, and it's like, oh, these are, like, tiny. But those are, like, baby spiders. And then, like, a full-size spider comes up on you. And it's, like, ten times the size of your character. Yeah. Um, Did you see the uh, arachnophobia mode, though? Did you see yeah, any yeah. footage from that? Oh no, I didn't. I don't know it's how. Absolutely hilarious. All that what it does they... is it removes the legs and the eyes and the fur, so it just looks like a potato bouncing up and down trying to kill you. God, it's God. hilarious. They have to add that option to kill it with fire. Yeah. <laughs> Hunt the potato. <laughs> um. But yeah, I have a couple more on here that are really uh, quick. Before you jump in, can I go off topic really quick? Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I just had like a Mandela effect. You know what that is? Yes. Where you swear something existed, but it didn't. Yeah. How the fuck did we not have a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids cartoon series back in the day? Wait, there wasn't? Like, no. I looked it up. There was a TV show, a live action one. But I swear there was a fucking cartoon because how could they not make a cartoon back then of Honey, I Shrunk the Fucking Kids? It's like sure? perfect. Wasn't there like a comic book though? Ugh. Yes. Oh, there was. Yes, there was. I just I just looked into it. I didn't see a cartoon series, but there should have been. I feel like 
they could have made all those toys. You could have that ant buddy. You know I what I think understand. you're remembering though? Did you see Honey I Blew Up the Baby? The second one. It was the sequel to Honey I Shrunk yes. the Kids. The yes. opening of that movie is an animated sort of yeah. like maybe that's what you were thinking of. Probably. But still, how the fuck did we not have that? That's all they oh, did was make cartoons of dumb shit. I'm surprised that this game wasn't Honey, I Shrunk the Kids the game. Like, who fucked up there? <laughs> Whose job was it to get the licensing for that? I mean, that's uh, is that Disney? It is Disney, well, right? It's it's a lot of money. I mean, licensing could kill a game. Look at the Friday the 13th game. Like, yeah. that could have been a good game if they didn't I, when you follow were, that When you license. were talking about that that trick your friends whatever the fuck that game was and i was asking if it's asymmetrical multiplayer i have a bad taste in my mouth from games like that like evolve fucked me up big time and then i played friday the 13th like you know mike's a big jason fan but like i was just like well i don't actively hate those movies i'm not a huge fan of them but i'll play the game and i was just like nope this is like oh, Evolve with Jason. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> yeah, and I want a game like that to be good. I heard really Predator bad. Hunting Grounds is okay. I just I no, don't want to take the chance. No, I played it and I thought it was terrible. Oh, yeah. I heard it's the same, the same team, right? I, have, I haven't yeah. learned my lesson. I was excited for the uh, Resident Evil. Ooh. mode was it? Yeah. Resident um, Evil Three had that mode. Yeah. And, and Resident Evil Three was awesome, but yeah. Res- oh. that mode is not not good. What about, um, what was that Metal Gear Survive or something? Oh, fuck. I think that's a little different, though. I don't think you actually go up against, like, other people. I still understand why they can't make a good... It's such a good concept. Why can't they make a good game of it? The thing with the Predator one is, like, Predator's just, like... If you're playing as Predator, you're too... You're too... Like, and I, I get the, like, thing. It's, like, you can't make the, like, one versus whatever. You can't make the one too overpowered because then they win every time but like they make the predator not powerful enough like it's just like i don't know like i feel like it was like oh i'm playing as like the just regular like soldier or whatever it's like yeah the predator's right there i know he's invisible but like it's very easy to see him let's just start shooting him and then everybody starts shooting me dies here's my here's my elevator pitch for the new asymmetrical multiplayer game ready it's it's a simple one okay teenage mutant ninja turtles Versus Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle bosses, whichever one, pick which one you want. No, what? No. no. The new asymmetrical one that I want is a new Pac-Man game, <laughs> where you play oh. as Pac-Man and the walls are really high, so you can't see around the corners and stuff, and the other people play as the ghosts. That'd be wow. sick. Wow. All right, I have an idea for you one. You shouldn't too. have said that live on the internet. Go ahead. Fuck me. Um, it's the entire time. country <laughs> has to hunt down President Trump and kill him. <laughs> I mean, people have made games like that before, and they just always get banned instantly. I'm surprised that that thing I doesn't exist. I still have exist. a VR game where the whole thing is uh, President Trump face is saying stupid quotes, and you can hit it with dildos and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> they made a they made a game um, got pretty, taken down really quickly where you play as the gunman who assassinates JFK and just to see if you can do it in as fast a time like fight you have to fire the first shot reload the gun and then fire the second shot like all in the amount of time that it actually happened and they were like yeah no we're taking this down <laughs> you can't actually upload something like that really yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it was a really I mean, long time ago. I want you to know that it was an inside job. <laughs> hey yeah. and it, 
Uh, something weird. My internet just cut out randomly. Yeah. What the hell's going so on? Seem <laughs> um, no, no, I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> big, I got big, one more big game. Big brothers and watching. Like, what else you got, Bob? I got one more game and then like half a game. Addiction. Right. What? Both. Okay. Um, so, so then I just realized like. Uh, oh, actually, I will give a quick shout out to Ghost of Tsushima. Can't get into that game right now. Like, it's just not my jam. I mm. think it's like this, in effect, and I think this is what I I was running into, where it's like I played Last of Us Two, and like I think regardless of like how you feel about the game, the quality in like animations and cutscenes and like all of that part of the game is like top tier, and like going into Ghost of Tsushima, it's like an immediate, it's like a hard, like, thing to get over. It's like, oh, hey, I man, these faces don't look anything like that game I just played. Like, they look way worse. Hey, I'll get and into like, it. Like, I will get into that in a minute. Yeah, like, I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Like, and, and like, I want to like that game. I want to play it. So I want to give it, like, a fair shot. So I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to come back to this. Like, I think I need some more time. Um, but, uh, so then I was like, well, maybe I'll play, like, kind of, like, a not uh, graphically, like, that way game. So I went into, uh, I don't know how to say it. It's, like, Gris. 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 I mean, it's Gris. Yeah. It's Gray. G-R-I-S. Um, yeah. I heard the developers yeah. say Gris. I've heard, yeah, I've heard it pronounced oh. different ways from different people. I don't know. That game, um, it's visually extremely appealing. Uh, yeah, it looks really kind of, nice. You start out and everything is grayed out. Um, everything's like a, a gray tone. And then as you play the game, you kind of unlock different colors. And it's almost like a water painting. Uh, like the way it looks. Like when yeah. the color like, come water, in. Yeah, watercolor. Totally. Uh, yeah, watercolor. Um, Up update from the uh, on Twitter from the creator. It's pronounced Grease. And oh, it Greece. means gray in Spanish. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. So, ah, see, yeah. because it's pronounced gris and means gray in French, I think. Okay. Mm -hmm. Same I thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, really, really like visually appealing game. The music, you guys know I'm like a sucker for like music in the game. The music in this game is so good. Like I would buy like the soundtrack for the game. Like that's how good it is. Hmm. Um, but like everything like it's a it's kind of a platformer right but like you don't really have any enemies that you're fighting it's just like straight like platforming to and like puzzle solving i got um, bored with it pretty quickly yeah it's very very basic right like it's it's like okay you get to a section there's three different paths two of the paths have like special optional things to collect and one path was the right way yeah and like that's pretty much the like the first like four or five levels of the game is just that. Oh, I think and, you like, got they got farther you, than me. They give you they give you different like eventually you turn into like you can your character will turn into like a block and then you can get through different things. But it's very like I don't know, I feel like once you get pat once you get over like the the like visual part of it and how like it, uh, it sounds and looks. Once you get over that, there's like not much there, uh, which was kind of disappointing because I heard a lot of really good things about that. Um, mm. So like I was looking forward to it, but then, and like visually, it's up there. Like it's really, it's really good. But the game, the actual game part of it was kind of disappointing. Yeah, for you me. know what? I got hyped up on that game because it was just constantly in the conversation last year 
when all the game of the year stuff was being talked about and it was always yeah. being thrown in there with all these other great games but for art and music and stuff yeah. like that yeah. and i just that kind of that kind of did what it was intended to do it got me interested i was like i want to play this game i hear keep hearing great things about it and like all that stuff they said was true but yeah the gameplay is just yeah. kind of lackluster and maybe maybe that's maybe that's where i first heard about it too because it's a pretty old game it came out in like january of 2019 so like it it was a while ago but yeah i don't know for whatever reason i thought it was going to be one of these like like a celeste type thing where it was like oh like i'm gonna fall in love with this and like i just the game part of it just wasn't there for me and then the last thing i'll throw out real quick because we talked about magic the gathering earlier Mm. right so uh i I decided i was like it, this all started with there was there's a video game store that opened up like a week before COVID hit and everything had to shut down. Mm. Opened up literally like you you make like two turns from my house, you leave the neighborhood and there's like a little shopping strip right there. And it's like right there, like it's it's like a a two minute walk from my house. It's so close, mm-hmm. and I did get an opportunity to go to it because of the COVID stuff, right? I was like, maybe I want to play a retro game. I don't know what I want to play. There's this retro video game shop there. Maybe I'll go there and play, like, see if I can find something to play, right? I'll just look at whatever's there. So I waited until, like, it was, like, Friday, like, midday. Like, nobody was there. I walked in. I was the only one in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the most awkward experiences I've ever had where, like, the owner of the store wasn't there. Like, he had left or something. But his wife was there. And then... But, like, she was, like, in the the back. Like, she wasn't, like, up in the front. So I could have just straight up, like, stolen things and nobody would have, like, known. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they also probably had, like, if I had to guess, maybe, like, a 10-month-old baby. Not with the mom, but in the game section, like, in the back, in, like, a car seat next to, like, a TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, and the baby's crying like the whole time I'm in the baby's crying the like wife is like yelling that the father which is the owner of the store should come back but like I don't know if she thought somebody else was in the store and she was like she thought she was like talking to somebody because she's like to tell him he's gotta come back like he's got, a, you know, his daughter's crying, and like it was, <laughs> a, it was a super awkward thing where I couldn't even really look at anything. Which game like, did you steal? <laughs> yeah, I couldn't. Like he, he I didn't play like, Babysitter Simulator. All apparently, I, like, all I remember even seeing was like I think the first game I saw was like ESPN 2000 or something, like some like really bad like NFL game, and then that was like the baby started crying and like that got my attention, and then she started yelling, and I was like, what is happening here? And it was very <laughs> awkward. And uh, screaming, I learned that, like, they don't—they don't even have a lot. Like the video game section was really small. I think they're kind of like half video game store, half like Magic the Gathering tournament store, mm-hmm. um, Warhammer and shit like that. Yeah, but then as I was walking out, another guy came in, and then the like he was a customer, not the husband. Never saw him, um, so he like asked the lady in the back like as i was walking out he's like so did you find anything back there and then i got cute like my eye like my head was like well what's back there <laughs> yeah, like, of course. I second like i want to see what she's about to bring out um and she brought out uh, a stack of pokemon cards okay and so i looked at that and i was like okay whatever 
Pokemon. So I left, I went home, and then I was like, I didn't even know people still collected Pokemon cards. I was like, I didn't know that was a thing. So then I like went on, I was bored at home, went on YouTube, and I was like, see if Pokemon cards, and I YouTube Pokemon cards, and I see this guy open up a pack. I was like, oh, dude, I had that, like, saying, I remember going to the store and getting that pack when I was little or whatever. And then it just started, like, it, this wheel started spinning in my head. It's like, what if I started collecting Pokemon cards again? And opening them on, t- on YouTube. Yeah, and then, and then the, yeah, then I found out that, like, people, like, do this on, like, Twitch. They, like, open physical, they have, like, card pack opening streams. Yeah. And it's super entertaining to watch, because, like, hey, this, this pack of cards could have whatever rare card in it. Let's see what I get. And they, like, yeah, hype yeah, it yeah. up in the I was like, dude, this is kind of entertaining. So I just, and like, I have this, like, I'm very, like, addictive, my personality, right? (laughs) And so, like, I didn't, I just, like, I was like, yeah, I'm getting Pokemon cards now. So I, I'm, I bought a lot of Pokemon cards. (laughs) So, so I have a proposition for you. What if instead you went to Magic? (laughs) Well, okay, so I had a conversation about this with my, friend because my one of my friends is like that's what he was trying to say like dude buy get magic instead and my whole thing is it cooper yeah 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 (laughs) it just popped in the chat yeah yeah. (laughs) i I had my whole thing where i was talking to cooper about magic and he was trying to tell me how cool it is and i was like the only thing i know from magic the only thing i've seen is like some like kid in like a tournament like look at my mountain card isn't it so cool and the name of the card is just mountain and i'm like this is lame like what is this mountain that's what i'm gonna mountain like what yeah and then, and then I, I, uh, I'm, gonna play, I'm gonna play dirt path. Dirt yeah, that's what i'm gonna play dirt path and then like then also like i think there's like i think you could do this with like any like hobby right but i feel like then it's like Oh, like who do I like? I immediately think of like who do I know that plays like Magic, and it's like, oh, you have to be like forty years and up. Like I don't know a single person that's like my age that actually likes Magic, and then and then on top of that, there's like no <laughs> like there's nothing for me to gravitate towards. It's like oh well, Pokemon. It's like there was the anime that I really liked or the cartoon, whatever, and then there's games that I played that I really liked, and then okay, naturally, like, now that there's cards of those Pokemon that I caught in the game that I also saw on the show, sick, I want those things. With Magic, it's like, there's nothing. Dude, there's I'm nothing. sure, I'm sure oh, though, I'm sure, though, if you started playing Magic, you would figure out why it's fun. Yeah, I'm sure there are going to be people just like there would be for Yu-Gi-Oh cards, I'm sure, or Pokemon cards, or whatever the fuck it is you're talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, but I, they're I, like, oh, this this all art for fucking Blue Eyes White Dragon is fucking so dope and shit like that. But to, to even what you just said, it's like Blue Eyes White Dragon versus like Mountain. It's mountain. just like, <laughs> yeah, like, well, well, you're stuck on the Mountain. Dragon, that's the dragon that Kaiba had in the cartoon, and like I watched the cartoon, so I want that thing because it was cool there and i visually got to see how cool it was and now i want it where it's like magic there's not that yeah but that 43 year old guy brad at the store magic players like before there was like tv shows and stuff they're like they had to use their like imagination to like it's like dude i just got the show that showed me and then they came out with games and then the cards cooper cooper's responding to you in the chat he says so he picks pokemon where it's mana is called grass and steel I just want to say, Cooper. Uh, Cooper will 
will say all of this. He bought Pokemon cards after watching me open some because he liked it so much. He bought them. <laughs> yeah. And and that's my like, entire yeah. point is like there's gonna be people that are like that are deep into it and they're like, I like this artist's version of the mountain or the or the swamp yeah. or whatever. And he was but, explaining all that to me, the artist and stuff, which is cool. And I agreed with what Mike said earlier, and this is exactly what I told you. The art of Magic the Gathering cards is sick. Beautiful. Like the yeah. art is great. It's just everything the, else the, there's no connection there for there is I, lore as well but the thing is it's all it's not a tv show or anything like yeah. that it's all like little quotes that are on the card and they also come out with some background stories and stuff but the reason like i think that magic is is just the more fun game to play is because there's a lot more strategy to it than pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh. i feel like i like to collect um, bob ross but cards. it is more complicated too so i totally understand you not wanting to I mean, don't don't get into any TCG. It's just I don't even know that I'm gonna like. I'm not even because that's the thing. Same thing. I, I got all these cars back here now, and I don't have anybody to play. And now I can't even go anywhere to yeah. to, to meet anyone anyway. So yeah, like but, I don't even I don't even know that I'm like buying these to like like oh I'm gonna build a deck and play against people. Like apparently I have to meet Cooper, I guess. It, yeah, it's yeah. not even that. But uh, the the cool thing about the Pokemon card packs now is they all come with actually. Yo, I would buy Bob Ross cards, legit. So, they come, when you buy the physical cards, they come with these cards? Here, that have codes on There's them? Code, internet. That, then you, then you go and just enter the code in for the online game, and you get the same pack of cards that you bought, like, in person. You get a pack of those for the online game. He just right. gave away his fucking code to a Oh, no, these are, game. I use these already. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like kind of like a double thing where it's like I have some friends that I know obviously aren't going to go out and buy physical Pokemon cards, but so they you downloaded the game. They downloaded the the game and they're gonna start playing that. And it's like okay, like hey, like all those cards I bought now I get like two two uh, returns on my investment because I'm getting the online cards as well. Are you giving codes Mark, away, Mark? I'm hooking up your viewers with uh, Magic the Gathering online cards. All right. Sweet. There's two decks right there. I love two decks. <laughs> That's what she said. Right. Uh, have you been playing anything else, Pop? Uh, no. That's it. That's all I'm here for. All right, Mike. And the, and the don't hate what we've been playing podcast. <laughs> so, what have right, you been so up to? I'll try and get through mine really quickly. Uh, there what? Don't are, even bother. <laughs> all right. Well, there's four of them that I really don't have a lot to say about because they're either old or, you know, just a constant in my life at this point because I have problems. So, of course, I've been playing some Overwatch because yeah. I feel like I want to find a new online game to play with people, but I just haven't found anything that clicks with me yet. And I've sunk so much time into Overwatch already that I'm like, I'm really just fucking stuck. Yeah. So, like, I don't know, man. I wanted to play some more Fortnite, but then I didn't. And then I tried some Warzone, and then I was like, got sniped in the head from two feet away in my second game. I was like, maybe I'm not great with this. <laughs> so, yeah, that's that. Um, I've also, hopefully, coming soon to a Twitch stream near you. Ooh. Twitch.tv slash Killer Metal Mike. Uh, I've been practicing my Mighty Morphing Power Ranger runs again. Okay. Oh, you're going right. to. So I have committed to the month can you of pull August. That system back up? Yeah, can you show that custom painted SNES Junior, please? Oh, oh shit. shit. Fuck yeah. 
Mike, oh, yeah. Mike, you so, made that, right? You and your kid? Yeah, me and my kid, we actually painted both. So uh, I did that one, and then... For the audio listeners, he yeah. has a little baby SNES with a bunch of black and red or black system with red splatters all over it. It's basically yeah. the Jason Voorhees yeah. model. But yeah, then we have the Frankenstein that just won't die. It's just kind of like holy shit. That's hell. I like, like the underneath. I love the like black yellowing bottom part. I like yeah. the orange reset button. That two tone nonsense, like it's been through hell. Yeah, yeah. So been practicing i decided i'm gonna do at least one run every day through august and hopefully by september i'll have a decent run because i need to move my time up oh yeah what are you now 31st sons of bitches out of 41 what were you when i started running there were uh 16 of us and i was 12 nice so i mean there used to be like way less people playing but now it's gotten to the point where like it's been eating at me. Like, I've been following Twitch streamers that also ran the game and have better times than me. Just so when I see them go live, I'm like, be playing Power Rangers? No? All right, good. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. It might have been a different game, but didn't that have, like, a decent fighting mode in it as well? You might be thinking of uh, the Tournament Fighter. No. Well, tournament Fighters was amazing. Of but... The one for the Genesis. Right. Okay. The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for the Genesis was actually a different game than the Super Nintendo. Yeah. It had the fighting mode and it also had less. Uh, it didn't have the Zord fights at the end, I think is what it was. You were always a Power Ranger until the end. I think is what it was. I just remember that yeah. game masqueraded as being a good fighting game, but in reality it was a terrible fighting game. Yeah, I hope I mean, you're not gonna also, tell me that TMNT fight. Tournament Fighters was bad as well, because I'll fight you over that. No, I think that was a good game. Uh, the new Power Rangers fighter is what is it? Ooh. Battle for the Grid. Yeah, that I'm interested in that. Rough. I have the game pass, so I'm thinking about jumping in. Just I've actually heard some good things about that. I bought it for PS4 from Limited Run. Oh, oh there's your first mistake. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so runs. So hopefully, you know, keep your Twitch notifications on. Maybe I'll be on every now and then. Sweet. Trying to get them runs in. Uh, the other ones, uh, Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. Still have a problem with that. I think I just crossed. <laughs> Still have a problem. I think I just crossed my 140 hour mark. Oof. Uh, so definitely some time falling in there, and still not happy with where I am. So more work to be done there. And the fourth bit of bullshit is just uh, Donkey Kong Country got put on the SNES uh, online service from Nintendo. And so because it was on there, I had to start playing Donkey Kong Country again. So I started playing. I'm about halfway through Donkey Kong Country again just because it was there. It just made me think like I figured I would ask you guys because... I didn't really see, after the first batch of games that we got with the online, I didn't see, like, Donkey Kong coming because of the rare relationship. I wasn't sure if that was going to stop anything. Mm-hmm. But now that it hasn't, like, if there were zero restrictions, what NES or SNES game would you like to see? On the Switch? Yeah, come to the, like, online service for the Switch. Parker. Alright, welcome to my TED Talk on why Axel is the best fucking Super Nintendo game of wait, all time. Wait, 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 hold on. I just gotta understand the question. You're talking yeah. about 
a, a game as it exists, like which SNES or NES game on those services that they would you want to see made no, no, available? See, put on those services. Right, right, like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so not one that's there, but which one would you want to see make it there for the sake right. of there online? There was no restrictions. Right. Right. Okay. Huh. Arkanoid. Arkanoid? <laughs> I love Arkanoid. Nice. For but NES, I, uh, anyway. If you get to end a game. Pop, you got an answer on that? Chrono, yeah, Chrono Trigger. Oh, oh. yeah, duh. Yeah, yeah. Chrono that's, Trigger, that's a really good answer. PC port is absolute trash. I, I bought it on Steam. Tried I was to play just it, about to ask. It's terrible. Huh. I think uh, I would ask for a UN Squadron. That's a fun that. game. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. That's a good All right, answer. so keeping this moving along here. Um, so I finished a shitload of games this week. Really? Two of them came from the list, and two of them are actually games that just came out in July. So, uh, the two that I knocked off the list were I finally finished Resident Evil 2. I got that lazy dying bitch off the couch and took her to a train and said, let's get the fuck out of here. Hey. Uh, Leon showed up, and we said, Leon! And then it was over. It's been a meme around my house for like almost a week now, just walking into a room <laughs> and screaming Leon and then walking away. That's like, awesome. All right, great. Uh, uh, so you were Claire. Yes, so I played that Claire playthrough. Gotcha. Good job. Um, <laughs> yeah, the only thing I have for notes is like, uh, I love the look of it. They did a great job when they remade those games. Fantastic. And even changing the controls to be more manageable, the game was still scary. Like, I still jumped have one or two instances where like I thought I killed a thing and then he got up again and he was behind me and I was ah! yeah, Mr. Bitch. X is intense. Yes, Mr. X was a lot of fun too. The and, way they uh, is nice, like how he just constantly like follows you. Is there. Yeah. yeah. You hear his footsteps, you're like, oh shit, he's on the floor above me. Fuck, what do I do? Yeah, yeah. we just me and Kristen just replayed that game right before we jumped into Resident Evil Three. Yep. Because um, we're huge fans of the Resident Evil. Uh, yeah, and that was it. Like, I loved Resident Evil 1 like so much. That's been my jam for a long time. And then this was actually my first experience with 2. Like, other than this, I had experience with 4 and Code Veronica. Oh, wow. So you never played the original 2? No, I never played oh, wow. the original 2. No. Hmm. That's yeah. interesting. So... Uh, but yeah, I loved it. It wasn't super long, so I would be interested to go back and do a Leon run and maybe do a Claire B and see where that stuff goes. Now that especially, I... like, since you've played it through now, like, a lot of, like, the, like, uh, I don't know, that, like, initial section of the game that might, might have taken you, like, a yeah, bit yeah. to start, you can kind of go through because you're like, okay, I know how the zombies work, like, I know how this enemy works, I know how these puzzles work, so you can yeah. kind of, like, brush through the first, like, four or five hours on the second playthrough. Yeah, right. and there is some different stuff in the Leon playthrough. I like the yeah. Claire play playthrough better, but do not try beating it again after you beat it with both of them. It's not worth it. No? Yeah, there's not, like, enough difference between, like, A and B and A and B of of each character to, like, warrant a second playthrough yeah because once you play through the second playthrough you get like the good ending yep and then you're not going to get like a super good ending or anything yep. like that okay good to know 
But uh, uh, I would I would recommend you check out Resident Evil Three if you like Resident Evil Two. I did. I think Resident Evil so. Three was was very good. It's more actiony, yep. and uh, Nemesis isn't as cool as um, as Mister X. Yeah. yeah. But I I thought it was it looks really fucking good, and there's it, because it's more actiony. Um, that could be a make some people shy away from it, but the action sequences are fucking dope. The last boss battle, like, just killing that last boss is so fucking cool. Nice. It feels awesome. Nice. Yeah, so, uh, finished that one. And then the other one that I knocked off the list was uh, Spec Ops The Line. Hmm. So this game came out in uh, 2012. Wow. Nice. And it's been on every one of those stupid, you know, oh, this game has a twist end. Top 10 games with twist endings. Top 10 games where you're actually the bad guy. Top 10 games where, fucking let me spoil this game real quick in just the title of my video and the fact that it's appearing here. Like, right. okay, great. Mm -hmm. So I had the game spoiled for me, like, a lot. Just like, uh, uh, you just spoiled it for me. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but even knowing how it played out, still watching it happen was, again, one of those things that was like, all right, they did a really good job with it. Like, it wasn't just like, hey, guess what? Ha <laughs> It was like, oh, all right, this was fun to watch, if you consider that fun, I guess. Did you get multiple endings? Uh... No, I just went through it one time. So. I, you don't have to go through it multiple times. I would suggest going back into the end and picking something else because okay. there is huge differences in how that game ends, and yeah. it, they're all very entertaining. All right. And, and horrible, but entertaining. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we have a Emotive Pixels episode on that game. I really like that game. And yeah. it, I, for some reason, I fucking played through that thing on the Steam controller. So, bad wow. experiences. Nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the only complaint that I really had with this game was uh, the button mapping was, like, really weird. And they let you change the button mapping, but it was things that I couldn't change. Like, sprint and cover are the same button, regardless of what you do. It's the same. You use shift for both sprint and cover. Weird. So I'm like, okay, I'm either running or hiding behind something. But they don't work... Like, it didn't work together. Like, a lot of times I would run up towards something that I was trying to take cover behind. And once I got there, I would run into it and just stand there. And I'd have to push it again for them to take cover behind it. So it, like, didn't even work together fluidly. Mm. Uh, same thing with um, vaulting things and melee attack. So, like, punching things and jumping over things were the same button. So there was a lot of times where, like, I bind my melee attack to one of my mouse buttons, but then I had to use it to jump over things to get out of cover, which is, like, really disorienting for me. I don't know. And then uh, reloading was R, which is, like, always, but uh, you have to hold R to pick items up and to use things, mm. which doesn't seem like a huge deal, but E... Should uh, be that. <laughs> ...is your switch weapons. Ugh. Yeah, so it's like really gross layout that they have. So I didn't care for that. But other than that, the game was good. Uh, Takeaway from the whole thing is uh, war is horrible and mental health is important. Hmm. So, yeah. Can't, can't disagree with that. 
Yeah, so get your shit checked. <laughs> um, the other two I had were both Switch games, and both came out in July. So the first one that came out was on the 7th, which was Catherine Full Body. Nice. So I got the Catherine Full Body, which is, I guess, just Catherine with all the extra shit that they've well, added over the no, years. No, there's a third, protag- or a third love interest. Is that what... That's what's they different. Added, yeah. That's what the addition. A third are. Catherine, you say? Yes, there is a third <laughs> Catherine. This, right. Oh, I, I don't know if I want to spoil all that. Then. Yeah, don't, because I picked it up and I haven't played it yet. All right, great. So play it. It's fucking weird. Yeah, no, uh, I I really enjoyed it on PS3. I, I didn't yeah, finish it. I like, it yeah, I like a, the anime I love- style. Like, looks great. The story was super compelling. Uh, the puzzle. I found like a little hard to get used to at first. Yep. But like, once I finally like realized, okay, I have to get up there, so I have to do this thing down here. See, it's weird because you've heard of puzzle platformers before, but this is like a platformer puzzler. Yeah. Right. It's like the the platforming is the puzzle. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. That's really uh, innovative. And if I'm not mistaken, I think that that's like take exists in the Persona universe. Those characters. I think I Shin, yeah, Shin Megami Shin Megami Tensei I think is like all encompassing yeah, Persona and that game. I think. Don't quote me on that. I, I'm not up on my uh, weeb stuff. Yeah. Um, the other thing I want to say is the bosses in that game are like super haunting. Fever like, dreams. Great job, like turning something into a nightmare. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. Uh, the morality meter and the questions that they ask you all through the thing, like, I would definitely go through this game again. Yes. For sure. Just to see what else I could tweak and make happen. Especially after what I got for my ending and the things I learned on the way through. I'm like, whoa. What difficulty did you play on? Uh, I played on normal. Uh, (laughs) It, like, asked me a couple times in the beginning if I was sure about that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, man, I could do it. I, I, I never finished it. I played it on uh, on stream, and I was trying to, like, only play it while I was streaming, and so I never finished. Cause that's no, what it's, happens. it's definitely good, and it's not super long. So I love it, puzzle games. Yeah, it was totally worth it. Um, and then the last one is uh, came out on the 10th which was Deadly Premonition 2, uh, Blessing in Disguise. And holy shit, spoilers, this game is awful. Fucking awful. And I am super disappointed, because I kind of liked the first one in like a weird kind of way. I've I've heard a lot of being said about this game, and it does not sound dissimilar to the direction you're heading right now. All right. Can I ask what kept you going? What kept me going? Yeah. I had to know, man. No, (laughs) no. Mike's got a list. He's trying to bulk up how many games he's finished this year, and that's why he finished. Yes and no, because I did almost quit this game. I was very, very close to quitting this game, and it was really early on, because, again, this game has this thing that I hate in all games, which is in-game clocks. If you have an in-game clock, that means they want you to wait for something. Regardless of what it is, you have to wait. So, when I finally hit a point where I had to wait, I was like, okay, great. 
we have all been here before. Let me figure out how I'm supposed to pass the time. So there's things in the town you can do, but I don't care. With these games, I'm really trying to get the story out of it. I'm not after fucking Jimmy Smith down the road lost his fucking dog, and all of a sudden he decided he's a cat person, so go find a stray kitten by the river. Like, I don't know. I don't give a fuck. Like, tell me why I'm here investigating a murder, right? Like, that's why we're here. So, I get to this point where I have to wait, and I go back to the hotel. Because in the hotel, there's a bed, and in a bed, you can sleep, and when you sleep, you pass time. So you can pass time, boom, get to where I need to be. Video game-ass video game. Exactly. So the first one, I have to pass, like, four hours. I'm like, okay, great. Go back to the hotel, sleep for three hours, get up. All of a sudden, he's hungry. You need food. Okay, great. I go get him food. He's not hungry anymore. Yeah. Hear me out. That was another thing that drove me fucking bullshit. You have a stamina <laughs> meter that's based off of hunger and sleep, and you have a stink meter, whereas if you don't shower in a few days, nobody wants to talk to you anymore. Oh. So you can't progress the story because you smell bad. Fuck my life, dude. This game was... <laughs> well, how's the skateboarding compared to, like, okay. session or... So, hold on. I'm, I'm getting there, because that, that was the worst. <laughs> No, but I almost quit because after that sleep that you have to do, I went to do the next mission, and they said, okay, here's what it is. We need these three ingredients to make this thing for this guy so that he can do whatever fucking magic voodoo he's going to do, right? I'm like, okay, this is great, super. And they're like, okay, you find this thing in a vending machine. What vending machine? We're not going to tell you. Okay, where are the vending machines located? Yeah, we're not going to tell you. So I'm skateboarding around this whole fucking town trying to figure out which vending machine has this magic can of spinach in it. Don't ask. <laughs> I find that. I find one <laughs> other ingredient. And then the last one, they're like, oh, yeah, you need red beans. I'm like, okay, great. Where do I find red beans? They're like, oh, you find red beans at the restaurant. They make red beans down there. I'm like, okay, super. Let's go to the restaurant. So I skateboard over to the restaurant go inside and she's like mm, honey how you doing i'm like oh i'm fantastic i just need a can of red beans from you please and they're like mm -hmm, we only serve red beans on monday oh jesus christ on monday okay now hear me out they know how this game's gonna play out up until this point they make you wait to do the last mission right before this so they know where you are it's wednesday and they want me to wait till Monday. I almost quit right there. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Which, game, which game do you like better? <laughs> this or Deadly... Uh, or Last of Us Part 2? Ooh. Uh, Last of Us 2 was definitely better than this. Oh, okay. Just because of my <laughs> big issue that I had with this game. That's my new segment called Questions That Have Never Been Asked. Oh, I know. <laughs> so, I big thing that really killed me was this game runs like dog shit. I'm talking one frame per second. Like, hard <laughs> slideshow. Not even kidding, dude. I got on... Okay. I feel my heart going right now. Okay. I'm just gonna go. <laughs> Set that for notes. pop. <laughs> I'm just gonna go with these notes that I have right here, right? Spoilers, the game is awful. Runs like dog shit. One frame per second. It's trying way too hard to hit all the same story beats as the last game. Like, beat for beat. You came here to investigate a murder. Now that you're here, oh my god, all these other people are dying. What are we gonna do? 
Like, I get it's a mystery and you have to keep the pressure on and everything, but just killing off every character you introduce because that's what you did last time doesn't fucking hold weight here. Um, you got downgraded as a cop. You're a special agent for the FBI, but in this game, you don't get a car, you ride a skateboard, and you don't get a real gun, you get rubber bullets to fend off alligators. True fucking story. This game sounds ridiculous. No, it's, oh, it's so bad. Um, I think all his points are making me want to play it for it. Yeah. They, they it's the AVGN effect. Yeah, so they tie in this game with the first game, right and all that it did for me was remind me that the first game was way better than this game that i was playing which is really bad for your game um the enemies that they put in this game in the first one they were like zombified like gray people in like an alternate dimension so in this one you still go in like a alternate dimension but it has this like I call it like a Nintendo paint job over a mature game. Like they had this game and they were like, okay, this is great. And then Nintendo got a hold of it and they're like, yeah, listen, but it's really gray and gross in here. So they replaced gray zombie people figures in the last game with what looked like the Nintendo 64 pose from Ocarina of Time. They're just like kind of. Now they're round and they float and they're kind of purple and they have like a like oh, one of right. those yeah. plague doctor mask esque mm-hmm. faces and I'm like, all right, like this is the thing now, huh? Mm. <laughs> like it's super colorful, but it's supposed to be scary and I'm uh, okay, great, dude, whatever. <laughs> it really like the Nintendo paint job over everything kills me on this because. I was really trying to get into the story because the stuff that they're talking about in this game is like you show up to investigate a murder, come to find out everybody that's involved with this thing is hooked on serious hardcore drugs. Like now we have a drug manufacturing thing going on, right? Now all of this is also kicked off by uh, a trans man, woman, I'm not sure woman now used to be man and before made the switch slept with his sister to create a baby which is now like the spawn of satan which is raining hell over this whole i'm telling you man drugs murder incest transsexuals like right off the bat like this is the shit we're throwing in your face but we have to make a nintendo friendly so it's colorful and you ride a skateboard and you don't get a real gun what the f- dude it was so bad it's the worst game that i've played in a long time and that's awful because the first one was good and that was back in 2010 like they had 10 years to put something together well the first and one was like they did it in like six months Eric it was good the- right yeah, the yeah, first yeah. One was like it was- it was good, but it was targeted at a very select audience. Yeah. Like, did you watch Twin Peaks and enjoy it? Play this game. Like, if you didn't, uh, good luck. I will not but, be playing that game. No, dude, do not. I recommend that everyone avoid this game. You're giving like, it a big thumbs down? Big thumbs down. Like, I don't even want to see a Deadly Premonition 3. Let me ask you this, because I did hear that there were 
they have been responding to complaints and they're gonna do things like in, uh, improve the performance and fix some of the story to... beats and things yeah. like that. Would could you possibly recommend this game if they fixed anything to it? Um, I'll say this: the original Deadly Premonition came out in 2010, and I finished it earlier this year. So if they get their shit together, I will play Deadly Premonition 2 in 2030. Absolutely. Hmm. I will give it 10 years to get its shit together like the first one had. 2030 is only 10 years from now? Holy shit. That's, That's crazy. I'll give it the 10 years and give it another go. All right. But looking it's forward to the uh, 2030 Deadly Premonition 2 spoiler cast. Yeah. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, my yeah. question is, you have a YouTube channel called A Warp in Time. Yes, ma'am. Will you play it again to do a uh, Warp in Time video? No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. So we're I, would, I would love to do something like that, but if I was going to do it, I would do it on something enjoyable, like actually watching Twin Peaks again. Okay. And trying to make any sense of that. I, I feel like that would be really fun just because I would make a video that makes no sense. Right, right, just, right, right the theme of everything yeah. so don't hold your breath for deadly premonition 2 video you can hold your breath all you want but it'll kill you faster than the goddamn red seeds and deadly premonition okay well, yeah we won't keep our eye out for that you, one. you'll be waiting longer than those red beans yeah that's right, that's right. <laughs> please wait till monday 2030 Slept for five fucking days <laughs> jesus christ what have i been playing you asked? yeah what have you been playing huh I was actually thinking that it was going to be a pretty cool discussion, but um, I don't know if I can top any of that shit that <laughs> you guys were talking about. Uh, <laughs> I've been plugging away at Ghost of Tsushima because I okay. really, really like it. And it was hard for me not to bust into that when Pop was like, eh, yeah, you know. But even fresh off The Last of Us as well, um, I don't know. I guess I just wasn't expecting much from i was hoping to get that that tenchu vibe and i'm getting it and then like you know it's funny to say like i agree that graphically it's not that impressive in regards to the animations and the and like the um the npcs and stuff like Jin looks pretty good in his character model and, and yeah you know, but it's all hand animated and like the mouths yeah. kind of I, I don't know it's but the environments is where that game really shines, and um, the photo mode is one of the best photo modes ever. This is not an uncommon uh, conversation these days. Everybody's talking about the photo mode and Ghost of Tsushima. Um, what it's really doing, though, is getting me interested in um, feudal Japan and its history, and mm -hmm. further uh, reinforcing my desire to, like, I don't know, embrace Japanese culture, not in like a, like the stereotypical kind of, yeah, not that, not that kind of way. Like I really started researching like, you know, not the shitty hundred dollar samurai swords that you get from four seasons at the mall, but like some legit, you know, folded over Damascus steel, like samurai blades, because I've always wanted that. But now playing this game is really making me like want to get, a cool set of swords just something I've always wanted now I'm like looking into it again and um, traditional Japanese garb I found this like ad popped up it has to have something to do with me you know 
posting all this Ghost of Tsushima stuff, like this ad popped up. It's like, check out the, this this clothing brand. It's based out of Japan. It's all like samurai style, like pants and shorts. Like all, it's exactly what you're picturing, but like of new, like modern, comfortable materials. Like they have these sweatpants that look like fucking samurai pants. I'm like. This is ridiculous. I would never wear this anywhere, I don't think, in public, but I want them for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to play samurai. I just want to be I samurai. Mean, and we don't go out in public anymore anyway. Yeah, so, so it mean... doesn't even really matter. But that that's, the you know, oh, yeah, I sh- so I should get them, right? Or what the fuck are pants? I'm not even wearing pants right now. <laughs> yeah, I am. But I, I maybe I'm not. You never know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima lets me play samurai make-believe you know it's uh the stories are i don't know it feels like a video game to me it doesn't feel like last of us felt like this um you know how they always explain when you go to the movies you're just a passive observer but when you play a video game you're an active participant and i felt like i was part of that story that was being told a very specific way in in ghost of tsushima i feel like i'm uh sort of just playing the way that i want to and yeah, like the story happens, and if I happen to be paying attention to what they're saying on the screen, I'm like, oh, this is this is actually kind of interesting. But really, I'm I'm only paying attention to the main, you know, the main quest, and uh, all the side stuff is just like, you know, it's there's a rumored this town is over here, and they might have this armor that you could potentially use, and like, do you have to go get that? Absolutely not. But like, am I gonna go get some some chunkier armor? so I can, you know, last longer and die less often. Like, hell yeah, I'm going to go do that. It's just the loop. The gameplay loop is great. And the visuals are, yeah, not the best thing I've ever seen, but good enough. To, and and they do this really cool thing with the loading screen, too, where it's like you die, but you're just kind of, like, incapacitated until somebody comes over and puts you out of your misery. But that whole time is, like, they're loading while that's happening. So it gives this illusion that it just loads real quick. Which, you know, that's nice because nobody, you know, it's so funny. They put up hints on the screen. It's like push right on the D-pad for the next hint. But it flashes up there for one second and then you're back into the game. Last of Us 2 is really good at that too. Like getting you right back into the action after you die. I mean, it comes with two discs. I don't know if you guys bought the discs or got it digitally or what. But um, it's uh, maybe that has something to do with it. Anyway, that's just that's just like my main, you know, when I'm gonna go sit down and play video games right now. That's what I'm playing is Ghost of Tsushima mostly. Yeah. I've also I was listening to Giant. Could, uh, go ahead. Be, before you no, move I, on, I wanted to ask a little bit about Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, go for okay. it. Um, oh, actually, we're a minute over the two hour mark, so we're gonna have to end right here. Thanks for listening, guys. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just joking. Part two <laughs> next week. Yeah, part two. <laughs> <laughs> or two play. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. What, what was your question? There's two things that are kind of two main things that are kind of holding me back from pulling the trigger on Ghost of Tsushima. Okay. Because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts and talk about this. Uh, the first is a lot of people are saying it feels like a very like generic open world game, where it's just kind of like a lot of uninteresting explore the world to get things. Do you want me to address um, what this are your one? Thoughts on that? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, to me, see, I, I was, um, I was 
one of the people who was just like blown away by what Assassin's Creed was when the very first Assassin's Creed came out. And I was like, wow, this is like very vast and there's so much to do and it's so fun and the gameplay loop here is great. And then Assassin's Creed sort of went through like these evolutions, right? And there was like, you know, the, what a modern Assassin's Creed game today is very different from what the original Assassin's Creed, not very different, but it's different enough to where you can like yeah. tell the difference. Ghost of Tsushima to me, like I suppose the negative way of framing it is that it's a very generic open world game. But to me, the way that like the positive way to put it is that it's like Assassin's Creed without all the extra bullshit. That's the way that I'm looking at it. Like, cause, because what turned me off from Assassin's Creed was a million fucking icons on the map and like not really knowing yeah, like into what's going to Jackson Pollock of icons yeah, all over the place. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, what do I want to go do? Do I want to go like, I don't know. In Ghost of Tsushima, I really do find myself, you know, I'll, I'll call the horse and I'll hop on the horseback, but then I'll just trot, you know, I won't gallop around. I'll just be like, what's over here. Let me, it's kind of like the same. It, it's probably forever going to be r- recognized as the breath of the wild effect where you're like, you see something, in the distance and you want to know what's over there so you just go check it out and like maybe you don't even get to where you were going because there's something in between where you were going and where you just were and uh and then you get a new mission and you don't have to do it but it's like i don't know a lot of times i'll run into somebody an npc and go to tsushima and they'll say like here's here's my dilemma can you help me and then you get the option do you want to say you want to help them yes or no but if you do you're going to cancel the current mission that you're tracking but that only happens if you're tracking a mission so like oftentimes i'll just go into the menu and untrack everything and then still head in the direction that i was going and see what you know i just don't do anything in order really and it kind of to me that seems like the measure of a really good open world game to where like you know you don't have these beacons of light all over the place like in the distance just beelining straight towards it it's like okay maybe i will go around this mountain instead of trying to skyrim my way up it which doesn't work in this game by the way like there's very um deliberately placed handholds to get up the side of a mountain or you can take the long way around and walk up it you know what i mean like they did a really good job with the environment like topography if you will you know what i mean like it's 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 very well thought out but as far as yeah being a generic open world it, it, it almost seems like there was a lot more like there was a lot more to do and then they took some out and you were left with like the perfect amount because without getting like too spoilery but just like there's you know there's uh areas that you can find that you can do like a little mini game and it's fun it's a fun little like push these buttons in this order and then do it again but like harder and then do it again and even harder than that you're you're slicing bamboo and this is how like one way that you can power up and they're just scattered about and there's like i don't know it's got a counter in the menu it's like one of however many you know bamboo slices and it's just that's just one of the things that if it was an Assassin's Creed game, would be populating the map all over the place. Um, 
then there's fox dens where you can go and like if, if you if, if a fox runs by you in this game you can chase him and follow it to you know you don't know where it's going to take you yet but you just follow the fox and then it leads you to a shrine and you can go and like honor the shrine and that increases your resolve which is basically like a stamina sort of thing it's like you know if you're running low on health you can heal but these little resolve orbs go away so this is like how you increase that and it's it's all just very rewarding like you'll be walking along and um there'll be a golden bird and it'll just fly in front of you and if you follow that thing it'll take you to some other like secret location so like instead of going into the map and like picking where you want to go it's just all these interesting ways to bring you to places that you know in other games you would have to go select from a list and be like i want to go here this just the game sort of guides you that wind you know the wind to guide you to where you have to go is like one of the coolest things in video games that i've seen like a new innovation in a while and maybe it's not entirely new but it's it's captivating. I, I really enjoy I also using like, that. I I enjoyed just like going and I see like you said you use Breath of the Wild as an example. Mm-hmm. I feel like I even go further back and it reminds me of, a lot of like Skyrim mm. of like just like I'm gonna follow this animal and then I happen to like find another guy that needed help on a you know doing this thing. Yes. Um. I think you can kind of play the, this game that way. One of the things the like section that I've I have played like I did enjoy of like I got to like kind of a peak of a hill and I just kind of like looked around mm-hmm. and it was like oh there's like smoke over there so like I don't know what that is but like clearly something I need to go that direction and then over here there's like some steam mm-hmm. and like maybe I'll go check that out because I know what that is and like like I, I like that uh, type of open world way more than what Mark's describing of like the newer Assassin Creed, Assassin Creed games or like the Far Cry games where it's just like you unlock this part of the map, here's all the icons and everything to do in this section and you know exactly where everything's at. Like, mm-hmm. I think it does a much better job of kind of like you visually see things that you're like, I kind of want to go in that direction and then you don't know what you're really going to get when you go off in that direction but like you might find something cool you might come across an NPC that takes you somewhere completely different. Like, just kind of depends on like where you're going and, and that type of thing. Yeah, and you know, I think to sort of come back to what you were asking about, is it a you know what are my thoughts on if it's a generic open world game? Like, I it, I just feel like all in all, it's really well balanced with all the things. Like, there really is a lot of things that you can do, and there's a lot of trees, like ability trees, that you can increase your abilities like there's there's your stances and there's your ghost abilities and there's your um you you know you can upgrade armor you could upgrade your sword um but then it's all just like balanced really nicely with random enemies and which you don't have to engage with but it it, they happen so i guess frequently or infrequently however you want to view it like where it's not like oh i just I just fought a bunch of dudes like now there's another bunch of dudes and you know it 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 does this really cool thing too where it doesn't it doesn't um that you never run into enemies that are like super over leveled like oh I shouldn't be in this area of the game yet like the enemies sort of level up with you and it's really more it comes down to being more about timing than level and obviously you can tell like 
the basically the prettier and fancier the armor the enemies are wearing the better they are because there's some like enemies that have almost no armor and they still very much want to kill you but it's a couple swipes of the sword and they're dead where these really heavily armored enemies are kind of more difficult to beat like you have to be more precise with the parries and the blocks and i don't know um unlocking new abilities is really rewarding i i I mean, you're I'm, you're almost getting into my second question. So mm-hmm. before you do that, I yeah. wanna um, just follow up on my question. Yeah. Um, what you're saying reminds me a lot of the things I enjoyed about the open world of Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm, yeah. Because um, I really dug that game. If, if you had to pick one, which open world would you like better? So right now, I mean, I started playing Horizon again because when I originally started, I I never finished. So I was like determined that I was going to finish. And I actually got farther along than I did in my first playthrough. And then The Last of Us came out. So I stopped playing. Uh And but but just based off of that. And I probably played a comparable amount of Ghost. I'm going to say Ghost right now, actually. And and, uh, you know. I think it has a lot to do with the span of time that's passed between the releases of those games. Like, it, it really bothers me to say this, but when I put in Horizon, I'm like, man, this game, like, the still screenshots are so beautiful and the game looks so nice. But playing it, I just feel like, okay, this feels like a four-year-old game, which it is, right? It The game's been out for four years, Horizon. Yeah. It's just, uh, And it yeah. sucks to say that because it's like, I'm not saying anything bad about it. It's just like things have actually in that four years time gotten better in uh, the way that a game feels on the sticks, you know? And yeah. actually, so I, I do think that Horizon didn't feel the best, but I liked a lot of parts about the open world of it. The same things you're talking about where like there's interesting things that led you down paths and a lot of uh, the visual appeal of it. Like there was some cities in Horizon that were like, barren pretty much like there wasn't a lot going on but i just really appreciated like the architecture and the style of that world so much yeah and it is a very specific sort of like you know the fall of civilization and like what made it through and what didn't so like you know maybe that's graphical or processing limitations that they used they use that story beat to their advantage when they're just like, oh yeah, no, this is why it's sparse here, but in reality, it's because they were pushing shit to its limits. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I, I don't want to lead you down on another uh, half-hour yeah. discussion, but I am like really interested in this game, so I do want to ask. Like the other big thing I've heard is like a lot of um, detraction or like people not enjoying the stance-changing combat focus aspects it. of it. I love that you do like it. Yeah, yeah? Uh, I mean it. Okay, so the the main complaint that I'm hearing is that there isn't a button to lock on to enemies. Yeah, um, I don't like that at all. I I, I thought that I was going to hate it. What I hate is not having... So, like, we've all played the different types of games where, like, okay, it's let's just say third-person games, for example, like... Sometimes in a third-person game, if you're running and you shift the camera with the right stick, you know, assuming you're playing with a controller, you, the control sort of, like, becomes difficult to continue. The, like, if, if you're walking and you want to view your character from a different angle, like, you, you want to still walk in the same direction, like, it becomes difficult. This game, it, they handle that really well. It's easy to sort of, like, move the camera around 
while you're fighting and while you're traversing. But what I wish they had was a designated button to reorient the camera forward. I feel like if they had that, then the no lock-on would become totally irrelevant. Because... Z button. Yeah, at this point... Exactly. (laughs) At this point, like, not locking on is difficult when the enemy is... Like, you know there's an enemy there, but you don't know where because they're off camera. So, like, that's the only time where I'm like, man, okay, I see why you would want the lock on. But they've they've somehow managed to, like, okay, the, the stick is sensitive enough. So if the enemy is over here and I'm pointing the stick that way, like, that's where I'm going with my attack. And um, they they do, like, an, a, an okay job with having other enemies, like, kind of wait their turn not so much because they will come up and attack you while you're fighting somebody else but that's really where okay so i've got a swordsman over here that i'm fighting but then a guy with a shield comes up behind me so i can take my attacks on this guy and i can choose to either turn around and attack this shield guy in my sword fighting stance or i can you know take the chance to switch to the stance that's good for fighting against uh, enemies with shields and if you do it pays off because now you're ready to fight this guy you know you could break his defense down more quickly same thing with the spoon but you don't have it all from the get-go so you've you, you're like oh i've unlocked this now i, I want to use it and you think like all these different controls and switching stances is going to be cumbersome it's really intuitive it's all done with like you know the l2 and r2 depending on what you're trying to change if it's change your weapon or change your stance Okay, because I heard, like, the same thing that Polly said. Yeah. That, like, people were complaining about the stance switching because they were saying the same exact thing that I said about Doom Eternal. Mm-hmm. Is that it's just another level. It's, like, instead of just being a fighting game where you go in there and you got to take all these guys out, it becomes a puzzle game where you go in there and now there's this kind of guy, so I have to use this kind of thing. But now there's this guy, so I should switch to this thing. Yeah, so so Doom Eternal was the same thing. It was like this gun attack here for this guy, and it just became bullshit. Look, this, and it sounds this... like you're saying there's actually choice, and to, it's like not like you're forced into that. Like, you, you, you could you could fight a sword fighter in the in the spear fighting stance if you want to. It's just going to make it a little more difficult. It's it's kind of like um, the the same sort of system that makes me dislike the witcher 3 right you had those two swords and i was just like right off the bat i was like i hate this i think this is so stupid that like because i i don't know i just maybe i didn't give myself i I, i've given that game a fair amount of chances i i I think it's it's not me it's the game (laughs) you know what i mean um but with this with 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 ghost it's it's um i like it better because no you're good you're good I like it uh, better because if you if you're in the sword fighting stance, then you've got triangles, your heavy attack, and squares, your light attack, right? Um, now you can do your combinations: triangle, 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 or triangle, triangle, square, whatever. Like there's there's different move sets that you have, but if you switch your stance, now it's a different move set. So it's a way like think of a fighting game where each character has a hundred different moves. Think of like Virtua Fighter or something where there's all these different button combinations that you could do. That doesn't really work in a fully 3D 
third person over the shoulder type of experience so like well, the clearly way, you haven't played absolver no i haven't <laughs> but you know what you know what it really reminds me of is is uh like a, a hmm, i don't want to say simpler it just feels like um it feels like shadow of mordor the fighting in shadow of mordor okay see i i, I kind of agree I, I kind of agree like and I'm not even as, like, I haven't even gotten to the stances. So, like, like I'm still, I'm, like, I don't know how many acts there are, but I'm in act one. So, like, I'm I'm pretty early on in the game. But, like, the Shadow of Mordor combat system is kind of, like, a variant of the Arkham. Yeah, the Batman system. Batman. And I feel like, for me, this is, like, a, that's what they were trying to go for, but they couldn't get. Like they, they, they couldn't that was, nail it how those it, games nailed it. Where like the combat those games rely heavily on the auto lock on though. Yeah, I, I know, and, and so it makes the combat very like fluid, but it feels good in a way where it's like because because they're very similar, right? Like you have types of enemies. It's like okay, this is the enemy with the spear. The only way to attack him is when he tries to spear you. You have to do a certain button combination to parry the spear. And then he's he's open for like an attack for a certain amount, like a certain window. But it's like if I'm fighting one character, and then I see that guy start to come at me with the spear, there's no like easy transition for me. Like, oh, I know he's going to come at me with the spear. Let me like switch to him, parry real quick, so I can attack him because he's harder to take out. It's like it doesn't. There's there's no fluidity to it. It's like I'm fighting one person, and there's two other enemies standing there. And I have to just like completely leave this person, switch over to this person. Okay, what's your attack? How do I beat you? Okay, I'm doing this thing now. Now I switch over to this, and, and then I switch back to the like. It's not. It doesn't seem fluid. But I feel like the way that the combat works, it feels like it should be. Mm. So like it feels off to me. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe the stance stuff helps that. Like I'm not sure, but like that's what immediately what I like. After playing, like, I played, like, maybe, like, two or three hours of it, and I was like, I'm already kind of tired of this combat. Like, yeah, I'm, like, really interested that Mark actually is enjoying it so much, because I also heard, like, again, the stance thing became, like, an additional puzzle element that you don't really need, and I heard that, like, you can pick certain things off the skill tree that you like, and then after that, it's just kind of, like, Okay, so here's some neat shit that you probably will never need or use, but okay. it's stuff you can get. Even the skill tree is like it's it's almost like identical to how they have the like Arkham skill tree set up where it's like, oh like you can you can usually take out one person in stealth with this, but if you upgrade it, now you can combo that and take out two people in yeah. stealth. And like, you know, you can take three people like it's it feels very much like that's what they were going after, but I just feel like to me, at least so far, it's like falling short of that. Where I like keep thinking, like, man, this would be so much better if I could just lock onto these characters while I'm doing this thing. So right. I will mention. I'm not sure if you're aware, but I did hear that there is an options and auto lock on functionality. But hmm. I also heard complaints of that where you're trying to shoot somebody with an arrow and it keeps locking on to some. Oh like, yeah, so that's that you Are you still talking about ghost? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't, yeah, I, I guess I haven't tried that. No, there was I a new know. update that they, it was uh, the okay. first big patch that they did where you could increase the text size. They they included um, 
two new difficulties. I think they made it like one that's really super easy and one that's uh, a lot. Uh, what's it called? Br not brutal. Um, uh, yeah, something like really stupid hard where it's like you got yeah. a one sword slash can kind of like Bushido blade. Why are we still increasing its text size? Can they not put that together? Oh, I feel like it's just one of those things that like it should just always like, be a slider. Overlooked. It should always be a slider. Yeah. I don't know. It, it seems like a no-brainer. Like, I feel like the the greatest example of that was like uh, the director of God of War talking about why their text was so small. He's like, "Well, when we had all of our testers come in, they were playing on a PC six inches away from their face. Yeah. So like, no one ever complained about that's that, the, so we never that, thought of it." That's the most lame duck bullshit ass excuse i've ever heard yeah no, i mean like, it, it's it's a realistic excuse though uh but you're making a product that you know people are going to play on their tvs yeah home. but how often do you think they fire it up on a big ass tv and sit on a couch I mean, and also if you had a 4k tv it'd probably be fine too there's still people like paulie here who's playing with his 1080p plasma that he still loves so hey shit. i'm just saying that if you're is, if you're shit bringing is a, in shit is a struggle for me with some text in some of these games if you're bringing quality assurance testers in maybe you should sit them down on a couch in front of the tv so they could see like yeah, if they sure. so they could assure the quality at least one time um, Hey, I know I could I could keep I could keep on going yeah. about Ghost, but um, that's, what, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, I know Mike said he has to leave at one, so maybe we should get yeah. into some of these topics real quick. Um, well, I actually had two more. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, Do it. Num number number two is kind of a bullshit game. It's I was listening to Giant Bombcast, and this dude from Gamespot was on Tamur Hussein. And he mentioned, uh, I don't know if you guys listened to that. Did you hear the game that he was talking about, the iOS game called Song of Bloom? No. Yes. Yeah, so I downloaded that on the iPad because it's iOS only. Um, it's cool. I like it. It's, it's, I've been playing a lot of meditative games lately, and Ghost of Tsushima being one of them because it's really just, I kind of trance out while I'm playing that and get into that loop and... There's some high energy parts, but then the rest of it's kind of traversal through this very beautiful Japan. This game's similar. It's um, it's it's best played with headphones. It's just kind of like it's weird puzzles. It's weird puzzles that you need to unlock by like you watch like this video. It's like these little animations happen, and mm -hmm. then you go to unlock the first puzzle, and you're like, oh, I just saw that in the previous animation. So you do the thing that you saw in the previous animation, like it's, it'll be like a draw with your finger or tap here to do this or, you know, all sorts of different things. And you do it and then it will unlock a new branch. There's like this tree <clears throat> you're unlocking different branches on the tree. And the more that you do like, oh, you'll get down here and then here's something from like three or four branches back that, oh, yeah, there's that thing that I've been trying to figure out i couldn't figure out the answer to it but now you know th this thing much later on is showing me the answer you know there's um really weird stuff that happens like uh you go into what looks exactly like the apple messages but somebody's typing messages to you in this completely foreign characters like you cannot read it it's just <laughs> but there is a way to get out of it 
in if you don't if you like refuse to do the way to get out of it it'll just keep spamming you like some bullshit (laughs) that doesn't make any sense so it's cool it's interesting i haven't finished it yet but i'm kind of curious to see how it ends because it is it's a very surreal sort of i don't know games like this always remind me of um mist is what i go to like you're you're dropped in a world all this shit's going on around you but you don't know why and you really want to know why because it's like just it's not creepy like scary it's just creepy enough to where you're like oh this is interesting i want to figure it out so yeah song of bloom on ios if if you guys have apple devices um but oh the killer the killer app for me (laughs) i just picked it i just came in the mail the other day i got tetris effect on ps4 oh wow and i and i started playing it the other day blind on stream and fast (laughs) came to the realization that it's not really a great streaming game as much as it's a great staring off into space (laughs) and meditating game so that inspired me to bust out the the psvr which i was saying i did earlier so i put the psvr on and wow this might be my favorite game ever <laughs> it's it's tetris it's like everything when i was a kid uh in high school ch- yeah chasing the dragon we'll call it <laughs> i was no i was really after like the psychedelic experience and i was just one of the people that couldn't really um i could never get the good fun psychedelic experience it was always like freaking out i was always freaking out whenever i experimented as a kid this game is like i feel like hallucinogenic drugs are this game's main competitor there's no other games (laughs) that compete with this game it's just acid trips that's it um no but in the vr it's like it really does like you're okay you're playing tetris yeah you're just playing tetris okay and you play tetris and then every move that have you guys played it anybody tetris yes. effect yeah every yeah. move that you make on the piece whether it's left or right or slamming it down or rotating it um dynamically affects the music so each board will start with really like no music playing at all you only get the sounds from moving your pieces but they're very clearly going to of like a rhythm that you don't know yet because once it kicks in it's like oh shit so like after you clear your first line or or get your first tetris shit starts happening and in the vr headset it doesn't just happen on the screen you know what i mean it happens all around you no matter where you look like crazy visuals are just going and with the music and you turn the volume all the way up like i was i was lost in this shit like you think vr game you think like oh, I want to be transported into this world. But, like, no, it's just you're transported in front of this Tetris board with crazy psychedelic visuals, like, circling your head. <laughs> it's uh, great. S- space whales and shit. Yeah. Oh, man, there's all different, like, <laughs> themed levels. There's, like, um, I, I don't know. There's, like, fire levels and ice levels, but, like, all the music coincides with what the pieces are. Like, the pieces change shape. Not shape, but um, texture. You know, there'll be, like, different patterns and, and whatnot. Mark, have you ever played Luminous? Yes, on PSP only. So it is very similar how the music works with that game and how this game. I think there's, yeah. like, uh, Creator is, is 
involved, the creator of Luminous is involved in Tetris. Did Tetris, I miss something, I by the way? Because everybody calls it Luminous, and when I look at that game, I just want to say Lumens. I mean, yes, everybody calls it the memo. Everybody calls it Luminous. Only, only true gamers got the memo. Sorry. Oh, yeah, I'm, that's not me. That's <laughs> <laughs> not me. I mean, Lumens. It seems so apparent that it's Lumens based off of you know the way English works. But I digress. <laughs> it's. It's luminous, fine. Yeah, I English like luminous. Sense. Huh? I said English doesn't make sense. I always said luminous. Luminous. To be even less of a word. <laughs> but I get it. It's like luminescence. Yeah, but but the main point, that yes. same idea where you move the, the pieces and the music is affected by that and you're kind of controlling the music at the same time of having these intense visuals going off around yeah. you and everything. It's yeah. a fucking great feeling and you can zone the fuck out with that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool. I want. I still want to get into VR with it. I haven't got because I don't have PSVR and I have it on PlayStation. I want to get it on Epic, but I was wait. hoping it would go on sale for the summer wait, sale wait, for wait, Epic. Wait, 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 but... It won't work with the Vive? The PS PlayStation? No, no, no. Tetris Effect isn't... Yeah, isn't... if I got it, if I got Tetris Effect on Epic, then yes, I could oh. absolutely go into VR with it. Oh. And I want to, I just don't really want to spend full price on it because I'm fucking cheap. Oh, I see. You, you, you have it on PlayStation. Yeah. I got you. I played it only on PlayStation, non-VR. I see. I see. Yeah, it's a whole different game. When you put the VR, yeah. and it, it was fucked up too because I was trying to play last night and it was super hot in here and I hadn't turned the AC on, so like I put super the headset. Another great VR game. Yeah, I put <laughs> I put the headset on and my forehead starts to sweat instantly. And as soon as that starts happening, the the lens on the PSVR started fogging up, and I'm like looking through a cloudy fish tank. So I take the thing off, I wipe the screen, I wipe my forehead, I put it back on. Two seconds, it just instantly clouds up again. I'm like, ah. So I finally put the AC on, it's blasting. I'm sitting right in a chair that I positioned perfect distance away from the PSVR camera. I'm like totally immersed in this game. And then the downstairs neighbor, like famously, they do this shit all damn day, slams their porch slider door and that shakes our whole house. Like, but imagine this, you have a downstairs neighbor that's too fucking loud. Like, when does that happen? But it happened. Yo. I jumped out of that seat because I thought somebody was coming in the house. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, oh. but then you I'm have like, no idea, man. I don't know what your girlfriend's like, but my girlfriend fucks with you when you're in the, he- in the headset. Her favorite fucking pastime, because I like to play scary games, especially in VR, and she will fucking grab the back of my head or fucking run her fingers down my arm or some shit like that. She's so fucked up. Pop, <laughs> oh, I love you, babe. Pop, didn't you it's see you great. played all of, same thing. all of Resident <laughs> Evil 7 in VR? Yeah. Did you get That's scared? That's why I bought the PSVR. <laughs> I mean, yeah, there's definitely, like, terrifying moments in that game in VR. Even not in VR, shit. I tried playing not in VR. I'm like, this is too scary for me. I'm putting this That's away. It's still my, my best, <laughs> the funniest clip I've clipped. Oh, yeah. Like, me like, smashing like, my VR, head in the wall. It isn't, like, that scary. Like, I don't know. The VR doesn't do And then, like... Three seconds later, something pops out. And like, oh. I smack my head in the wall. <laughs> Throws his head yeah. back. And That's it. Go to twitch.tv slash mark money. You can see it for yourself. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's what I've been playing. Uh, stupid iPhone game, which is actually pretty good. Ghost and Tetris Effect, my new favorite game. 
So yeah, awesome. That's two and a half hours. That's what we've some been playing. awesome games everybody played. That was good yeah. stuff. <laughs> do do we want to except for except for or? fucking Mike with this yeah. shitty ass bullshit game? <laughs> oh, yeah. Somebody's got to take on for the team. Yeah. Mike, you got to be out in fifteen minutes. Hard stop. One o'clock. Right. Yes, sir. Why don't we talk about these topics while we're doing the the? You guys are down to play the game next week. Yeah, yeah. I actually watched a stream of someone play it. Fall guys, it looks we're talking yeah, about. It looks really fun. I and mean, I was like, oh. I I could technically keep going, but I started this this podcast very tired. I mean, I'm I'm totally cool with just talking about the games that we've been playing for this episode. You guys have any objections? That isn't so cool. Cool. What did I? I froze. Yeah. You guys are all frozen too. Uh. Um, um, I, cool. I mean, I think that uh, it's not like anything we're going to talk about for topics. It's not like big news is yeah, really happening or anything like that. Yeah, let's just table it for next week, and we'll we'll have something to talk about while we play this hilarious looking game, Fall Guys. I'm it looked fun. I'm thinking maybe <laughs> I will um will stream this one from my channel i mean i'll still record it and we'll still put it up on youtube but uh i'm gonna stream it from my channel so that maybe hopefully get some more eyes on it i don't know there's no followers on this channel it's just here to do the podcast is the uh i think the stream went down yeah yeah the stream is uh, up it says reconnecting we're still recording though so yeah, okay. I don't really care um, about the stream. It would be an interesting experience for me with Fall Guys because my PS4 is in the other room. Okay. So I think what I'm going to do is actually try remote playing it on the PC and see how that works. Oh, okay. Have you done remote play on the PC yet? Yep. It works pretty good. I feel like it works better. Like I've tried to do it from my phone and the iPad and to a PS Vita, actually. And the best experience I've ever had is doing it from the computer. I agree, except it's not as good as playing it on the PlayStation. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it actually might be difficult if it's a, if it's an online game, too. and you're, So you're going to be playing we'll online see. and streaming it to the... I mean, we'll see. you could always do... Uh, you could always do voice only and sit out there, but... Yeah, eh, whatever. I'll give it a shot. It's it's worth an experiment. Experiment. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, yeah, I'm like exhausted, guys. I'm about ready yeah. to go to sleep. I'm, I'm down to pop. You want to you want to plug your YouTube? <laughs> uh, yeah. Actually, I don't even. To be honest, I don't even know what. I have to like look up for sure what it is. No, you just pop that baby maker. You just pop that baby maker. Okay. You just look yeah, for you just look for um, pop in a Christmas. Yeah. Hat. If you if you just YouTube pop that baby maker, I think it pops up. Yep. No spaces. Yeah. Um. Anybody else? Anything to plug? Um. I was thinking about this, and I do want to get off my ass and start doing Broken Dial Radio again. Mm-hmm. So. If anybody listens to this, and if you want to hear me and possibly other folks talk about music, then uh, follow us on Twitter at Broken Dial Radio and let us know that you want us to start up again. I'm going to go do I know that I right have now. some followers that would like me to start doing it again, but I need someone to push me. That discipline. 
Just slacking. At Broken Dial Radio on Twitter. At Broken Dial Radio is correct. Mike? I feel that pain. I also suffer from lazy assosis. I mean, I'll keep you posted, warping time, working on it, but nothing yet. Nothing in the immediate future. So We, we want the God of War video. Damn it. Uh, Y'all want, huh? Jeez. <laughs> I want the Deadly Premonition 2 video. <laughs> you got to have to fulfill the $5,000 tier Patreon to get that one. <laughs> It's going to be me getting shot with a rubber bullet falling off a skateboard. I want to see you go <laughs> into a restaurant. The game. Uh, now I want to see that, too. Just go into a restaurant and be like, can I have some red beans? Can I have red beans? <laughs> I say yeah, only on Monday. I see. So you got to ask, you gotta ask for a can of red beans, which was my favorite part about that. You don't ask, can I get some red beans to go? No. Can I have a can of red beans, Mr. Restaurant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. Restaurant. <laughs> red beans and rice and you go in there and say hey can i have red beans and rice except i don't want the rice and can keep the beans in the can and they're like oh yeah that's totally normal <laughs> absolutely oh, normal. that game's awful hey how about the how about the catherine full body stream when are we gonna see that valentine's day oh that makes sense yeah smart i have to find a bunch of actresses first though i think they just prefer to be called actors these days <sighs> Whatever, man. Ever since it closed down Craigslist personal ads, it's getting a lot harder. That's <laughs> what she said? Mm, no, I think she said help, help. I don't know this guy. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway. So for Paul, Pop, and Mike, I'm Mark Money saying don't hate the player. Hate uh, WWE 2K20? <laughs> <laughs> go, watch, uh, go watch Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, you fucking plebes. Peace. <laughs>